Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Of course, this is brought to you by Totally Driven Radio, 
Entertainment Network. Excited um, tonight because, uh, you know, I'm going to be talking to you about a lot of issues and wrestling-related, obviously, and more stuff. I mean, you never know. I say obviously, but this is a more show. But tonight, um, tonight I want to start off um, by talking about, unfortunately, in, in, in life, um, you know, you lose a friend and uh or a coworker or a friend and uh the other day um a local wrestler by uh by the name of um Jose Chico passed away and i uh i'll just say this he was the professor of old school and i'll tell you where i met him and how i met him and uh it was a very uh very interesting story so yeah, the year was 2009, and uh, he was working for East Coast Professional Wrestling, ECPW. Uh, here locally, you know, in the Staten Island area, uh, Five Borough area, Jersey area, um, you know, as I used to run through with Magic, um, we would we would go to the town, you know, we would go to schools, and one of the first people that I would meet when I would come to the door was Jose. And Jose was a great guy and good wrestler, and he loved to teach. Uh, that's one thing I could tell you about Jose. He loved, he loved to, uh, to teach people. So rest in peace, my friend. Such a sad day. I, um, somebody had commented to me that, that Jose was supposed to do my podcast, and unfortunately, you know, I mean, he's in a better place now, and, you know, I feel bad for his uh, family and his friends, and, uh, you know, my heart uh, and it goes out with him, and my thoughts go with him and his family, but uh, 718-508-9883 is the number. <sighs> um, also, uh, I believe yesterday was Balls Mahoney's birthday, and I believe today was the day that Balls passed away. Uh, Balls Mahoney unfortunately left this world, and uh, you know another another nice guy, uh, you know about Balls. Um, great guy. I uh, I always love talking to him about stuff, and I always uh, you know another another uh, another instance of you know how you meet him, and and you know it's just sad to, to think that him and Axel are up there in heaven. I wonder if they're causing any trouble. I wonder if they put somebody through a table yet, a flaming table. Man, Balls Mahoney was sick with the with the, with the fire in the face and the whole deal. I mean, that's that that in itself is uh is crazy to think. You know, the memories the memories that you that you have, um, and it's good that you you know we we could look back and we could watch EC um, W. And uh, you can go to the network. So those are the things that are on the table. But I want to tell you guys about something that's really, like I say, near and dear to my heart. Check. I want you guys to check this out. Go to Totally Driven TV. And uh, you're definitely going to love it because we have a lot of, of what you need. We have, uh, you know, news. We have our weekly schedule. We have sponsors. We have shows. We have 
um, reviews. We have beautiful movie reviews done by Jess. Jess is awesome. Uh, Bay Ragney, you know, what can I say about my brother Bay? Bay has been a great guy to me, and I'm excited um, to be a part of this network. I love this network. I, I listen to it all the time. I listen to all the shows on the network. You know, um, Monday night was Chris and Lillian from ADCV Live, and they have a tremendous show. They have people that, that, that are so dedicated. And then you have, of course, Bay Rackney show um, TVR Rocks. That's on Sunday nights. And um, you want to check that out. Uh, Mavericks Roundup, comic book, uh, comic Roundup number 23 is on the network. Of course, the Mojo Sports Show is on the network. And, uh, you know, Mr. Mojo goes into every detail about sports. And you can check those shows out on the network. Um, by, by just going to Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, subscribe for free. Cool deal, right? For free. Nobody gives anything out for free no more. But it's a free deal. And, of course, my show is free. But, uh, you know, and uh, it, like they say, life is what you make of it. Let's just make it, right? So, um, oh, uh, I was going to tell you about, uh, what was I going to tell you about? I was going to tell you about my Facebook page. How about this one? Go to Pro Wrestling Now and More with your host, Magic Mike Ferrara. And also, I'm on the Twitter. Twitter. My Twitter information. But, huh. It's, uh, it's Magic Mike Ferrara at Not Whipped for Life. L-I-F-E. And that's where you can find me. So that's where you can keep up with me. I mean, it's real easy. Uh, but uh, tonight, uh, tonight we're doing a really, really good show. And I hope uh, everybody's excited because I'm excited for tonight's show. I'm going to have Tony V is going to be joining me at 9 o'clock. Tony's my good friend. And uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to talk everything this week at wrestling. Tony, uh and we're also going to talk about WrestleMania 33 since, um, you know, I wasn't able to be here last week with you guys. But uh, we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about that, and I can't wait. That's coming up. That's coming up soon. So stick around. You never know. Uh, you definitely never know who's going to call. Sometimes callers might just call in. Seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. Um, let's see what else we got. Going on in the world, you know what? Why don't we uh, why don't we take a break? We'll take a break and then we'll come back. You know, what? why don't we take a music break? Maybe I'll play some music to get you guys in the mood tonight. How about one of my classics, one of my favorites? How about my Michelle Thunder Roses? Here it is on Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network, and away we go. Pro Wrestling Now and more with Magic Mike for our number 98. We'll be right back. Here is Guns N' Roses, my Michelle, from Appetite of Destruction. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we are back. Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike, Ferrara, and more. Episode number 98. All right, so anyway, now let's keep it going. Let's keep the show rolling. Um, how about we get to some news? Uh, unfortunately, this stuff is going on. Um, whoops. How come I still hear myself? Okay. So anyway, um, we got some news going on here. And uh, unfortunately, like I was just about to say, I think this is a, a, a bit much. Um. The uh, WWE um, reports now over the past few days of JBL's history of bullying and hazing in the WWE. Uh, while JBL has largely dismissed the allegations on social media as net rumors, tensions between him and Mara. Uh, here is another one. Ma- Mauro Ranello um, are said to be the one of the causes while Ranello's absence from WWE TV. Furthermore, issues with JBL ultimately may be why Ranello does not return to WWE. As noted, WWE issued a statement to CBS Sports that said Ranello remains under contract uh, with, the, with the company until August 12, 2017. The report also uh, noted that Ronello Ronello is not expected to return to WWE before his contract expires. Uh, there are also reports of bullying by JBL from the mainstream sources, such as Deadspin and WPXI in Pennsylvania. Uh, these can be coupled with reports of past hazing allegations WWE stars such as The Miz and having issues with Joey Styles, uh, which led to uh, Styles allegedly punching out JBL, and I remember, uh, I actually remember that. Uh, you know what I want to talk about bullying. I think that bullying should be stopped because in, in, in this day and age, bullying could really hurt somebody. I know because I have some bullies. You do? Who are you? you, you do? I, I, I never do. What, what are you talking about, bullies? Who was your bully? Pal? I, I don't bully you, pal. I, I, I don't like you, but I don't bully you, pal. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, and, and, and let's get real. I mean, bullying could be anywhere. Bullying can be at your kid's school. Um, bullying can be, you know, um, over the internet, cyberbullying, uh, calling up the show and harassing people, that's bullying. <laughs> you know, I, I think that if this is happening, and, uh, you know, it, it's just crazy. I mean, JBL just needs to grow up, and, you know, somebody needs to talk to him. But, I mean, that's one issue that I that I have. That's that's another issue. Um and uh, then, then Jim Ross, uh, Jim Ross is back, and I love that. Shout out to Jim Ross! I'm so happy he's back with WWE. Uh, I I love that he came out for WrestleMania. I'm excited uh, about that. But um, Jim Ross uh, talked about the superstar shakeup. 
on his blog, Jim Ross uh, discussed the superstar shakeup that will be happening on WWE TV this weekend. Uh, you can see his comments below, so let's see what he had to say. Uh, I'd like to see more move from uh, – I'd like to see – I was going to say, I'd like to see Luke Harper move to Raw and get a chance to contribute in a more significant way. He's skilled, motivated, hungry, and can have an effective wrestling match with anyone on the roster. Just believe that there is something there with Harper. And I agree. Um, definitely agree. I always liked him. I liked Luke Harper when he was Brody Lee in the Independence. I used to like to see um, this guy fly through the air. I've seen him and Dolph Ziggler in some great matches uh, in Nassau Coliseum and Madison Square Garden. and I've seen him live. I've seen him with the Wyatts. And the guy's very underrated. And I like to see more of them. I, I agree. Uh, Will Miz and Maurice moved to Raw, and they did. Um, so a lot of these questions were definitely answered, and we're going to talk about who's staying on Monday Night Raw, who's going to SmackDown. Obviously, if you're listening to the show, this is a live show, so it already happened. So let's uh, let's get you caught up on who's here and who's uh, who's not on any shows no more. Um, let's see. The following superstar switched from Raw to SmackDown Live. So let's talk about uh, from from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, the Miz and Maurice, Intercontinental Champion Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Alexa Bliss, Nikki James, Apollo Crews, Kalisto, Heath Slater, and Rhino, Kurt Hawkins. Now, going from Raw to to SmackDown, Kevin Owens. Um, but whomever Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho are the U.S. title, whoever wins that match and wins the title, they're going to be on SmackDown Live. So it could be the Jericho and Owens. But I think it's going to be Owens. Charlotte Flair, New Day, uh, Rusev, Lana, Sami Zayn, The Shining Wizards, Tim uh, Cara, Jinder Mahal, and Tamina. So that's what's going to happen. That's the shakeup, and uh, I, I think it's—I think it's going to be—I think it's a very good shakeup. Um, all the talent, you know, I'm glad certain talent left. I'm glad certain talent stayed. Um, you know, Monday night, Monday night Raw, SmackDown are kicking ass, and NXT is kicking ass as well. NXT is live right now, folks, so if you want to see NXT, it's on your network. That's another thing that's kicking some ass, this network. Uh, all the all the stuff that you can watch on the network is crazy. The, the WWE is just giving you a lot. And yet there are a lot of people that can't stand the WWE. They don't like Vince McMahon. They don't like Triple H. Pal, you know, there's some radio stations that all they do is badmouth. Um, the company. I think that's because they're jealous. I think that's what it is. I think people are just jealous. You know, um, if you're not happy with the company, you know, I don't know. And I'm not telling you um, what you should watch, but I mean, you know, they have a, there's a lot of talent here. You know, I mean, somebody's watching it. 
You know, when they get to WWE, they ruin them. Really, I I think they become stars. I think they they just they be, they really do. They shine. Sometimes they leave and they get more popular when they leave, like the Hardy Boys. And uh, that's another thing. The Hardy Boys are back. You know, tag team champions. You know, Matt and Jeff. Um, the delete gimmick is gone. And rightfully so. That's another thing. People are bitching because Matt Hardy can't do delete gimmick. But you know what? Who cares? Because the delete gimmick is, is an independent gimmick. It worked in uh, that other stupid company, <laughs> Impact. It's another one. And it worked there, and it went to ROH. It went all over, but Ring of Honor, which is a really good company. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying. So get rid of, uh, get rid of um, Matt Hardy's delete. He still does it, but it's not the, you know, it's, it's, it's not delete, sorry. And, and his voice changed. He went back to good old Matt. And Jeff, what can we say about Jeff? He's the daredevil. He's the high flyer. He's the man. You know, that swanton bomb still does it to perfection. You know, all the fans love it. I love it. I'm, I'm happy he's back. Now I, I'm going to uh, I'm going to laugh though because, like I said, I read a lot of what goes on the internet. I read a lot about it, about about who's happy, who's not, and I read a lot of Facebook comments. And a lot of people are not happy that they're back. But you know what? I wanted them back. But I wanted them back when a time where Edge and Christian was still here, and the Dudley Boys. I wanted them to recreate what they had years ago. But I, I think that they, they haven't lost a step. They still have it, uh, and they deserve to be back. I also want to talk about Triple H. And I want to say that Triple H is doing a great job in the WWE. Triple H um, is just a wonderful person. I can't say enough about the guy. Um, you watch um, You watch all these documentaries and you listen to all these um, podcasts, and you listen to them talk about Triple H and, and how he picks talent and how he knows the talent. And, uh, you know, look at Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is back after leaving the company and going to Impact and going all over, and now he's back and he's going to NXT. Uh, look at Jinder Mahal, you know. Uh, Jinder Mahal is another guy. So all these guys that are leaving – are basically coming back. All these guys, you know, years ago you would never see that. You never really seen it at with WCW as much as, you know, they know their talent. WWE knows talent and um they want to get the best talent, they want to make money and they're doing it. I mean, if they you know, if they feel that some of these guys can make the money, then why not bring them in? And the fans, you know, they're going to root for whoever, whomever they like. And, uh, you know, just like they're still booing the hell out of Roman Reigns. You know, and, and by the way, Braun Strowman can really hurt Roman Reigns. Put him in the hospital. The fans are not going to care. Just like with John Cena. The Miz can take a pipe and hit John Cena in the knee and take John Cena out. 
when Cena comes back, some of the fans are still going to chant, Cena sucks, Cena sucks. That's just the way it is. That's just life. Everybody has an opinion, and they're going to give it. But, I mean, me, I like Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns is a good wrestler. I think his, his promos need some work. Hey, hey, pal, maybe you need to go back to promo class. Say what? Hashtag promo class, guy. Uh, you know, you know? That's another thing, by the way. Um, people that, that talk about, um, you know, same thing with Shane McMahon. Uh, I, I think an older McMahon, I think they're doing a great job. I think they're back and they're showing us that, that they could still be a part of wrestling. They love wrestling. Wrestling's in their blood. How about Kane? Kane's running for mayor now. It's crazy, right? I mean, he's really fire and brimstone, you know? <laughs> interesting, uh, interesting stuff. Also, let's get to another news um, while we're going around the horn here. And by the way, this is all brought to you by WrestleZone. I like WrestleZone, and I like Nick Houseman, and I think they do a great job over there, ladies and gentlemen. And Bill Pritchard does a great job. He writes really good, and, and I like uh, I like all his stuff. But I'll tell you this, though. This came from... Um, this came from... PWInsider.com is reporting that Finn Balor suffered a concussion on last night's episode of Monday Night Raw in Long Island during his match against Jinder Mahal. Numerous sources have reported, uh, confirmed the injury to to, uh, PW Insider, but there's no word on how long he might be sidelined. WWE has not officially acknowledged the injury at this time. So we must see about that. Sometimes they rip all these news sources. Sometimes it's a rumor. Um, WWE announced uh, announced the injury of Kofi Kingston. WWE.com in an article um, right now announcing that Kofi Kingston was injured at the hands of the revival and will be out of action the several next several weeks. Part of the New Day, and also former Intercontinental Champion, and also um, you know Tag Team Champion. Um, um, during the attack, the rival um, Kofi injured his uh, his right ankle and heard a crack, and was unable to put weight on it. WWE physician Dr. Chris. Aman told WWE.com. Further evaluation and and MRI revealed that the attack that caused fragments of bone break in the ankle. So it's gonna it's gonna require some upperscopic surgery. So that's what's going on there. But uh, seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. It is now eight thirty. Wednesday night, uh, half an hour coming up, and I'm going to have Tony V, and we're going to be, be taking you guys through, well, it's not going to be a week of wrestling. 
it's going to be like two weeks. So uh, any any time sensitive stuff, just bear with it. <laughs> you know, I I got to talk about that. I had there, there was a station that I used to work for, and the guy um, the the uh, the guy who owned the station was like he was he was like he was my producer, and uh, he used to tell me, hey, uh, you know any uh, you know any old stuff that you put out there. When when you do a show and it's like time, nobody's gonna really care. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, if I'm doing a show on Monday and uh, you put my show out on Wednesday and I talk about something that happened on Saturday, <laughs> you know, how does that work? You know, it's like you know, but but and, and also in fairness too, it's like if people listen to your show. They're not going to care because you're talking about wrestling. You're talking about an event that happened, you know, on Saturday. But it's just fun. It's, it's all fun. I mean, I enjoy. I gotta say though, I did enjoy my time there, except for the bullshit that and the politics that went with it. But that's anywhere. I mean, you know, bullshit and politics kind of run hand in hand. Um, in that and that place was a night a nightmare because you you know I. I, and I was new at the time, and so you know, to some degree, you know, you want to teach somebody something. It, you got to be nice and fair about it. And that's one thing I could say about Bay Ragney. He's a great guy. He's a fair guy. If 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 he felt that something was wrong with my show, man, by God, he would he would tell me. You know, if he if he felt that, hey, Mike, you know, you need to do this, by God, he would tell me. By God. But you know that's what it is. That's how it is. Some some guys are nice like that, and some some guys aren't. And uh, my '98 show is pretty cool tonight. You know, pro wrestling now and more with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 98. So so if you guys want to call in, talk wrestling or whatever you guys want to do tonight, want to talk some sports, I'm always up for the challenge, as they say. Love sports. Um, you know. Very upset with my Atlanta Braves right now, though. But uh, speaking of Atlanta, I gotta also tell you about this guy that his name is Matt Sells, and uh, Matt Sells was on Monday Night Raw. You may have seen him in the segment. He was an EMT. I mean, not EMT. Sorry, <laughs> he was a security guard. He was dressed in yellow, and Matt Sells is a wrestler, an independent wrestler that currently you can see him on ROH. Uh, pro wrestling is magic shows. You can see him different shows, and the guy is a great guy. Hopefully, one of these days he's going to call up my podcast so we can shoot the breeze about wrestling, music, and he loves music and he also loves sports. And uh, he has a shirt, and uh, you can get it now on prowrestlingkeys. dot com. Matt sells. There you go. Matt Lana. There you go. So. Thinking about when I when I think about Atlanta, I think about Matt. <laughs> oh boy! But speaking of pro wrestling magic, they have a show coming up on Saturday, this Saturday, in New Jersey, and I'll be telling you about it right now. It's pretty cool. So uh, you know, again, I love it. You know, just uh. Just some great stuff that's going on. 
upcoming events. Here we go, folks. If you guys are interested, here it is. I'll I'll tell you what's going uh what's going down. It's this Saturday night. It's it's uh I've made it through the rain. And uh it's pro wrestling magic, of course. And it is at the Knights of Columbus, 106 Bergen Avenue, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Tickets are available right now. Um, Pro Wrestling Magic, TicketLeap.com. And let's see what we what we have. Any any details of of the card? I'm trying to get it. For everybody, some details. Sometimes they have the card up, and sometimes they don't. And I think this is one of the times it can hold. I'll, I'll be looking for it though. <laughs> um, let me see what we have though. I I will. I am looking. Um, but yeah. So so uh, you guys have to check out for us on Magic. I've had Steve off, and I've had a couple of wrestlers from there. On here. Um, speaking of Matt Lana, I see something. I want to see what I have here. I think I see. Yeah, I I I do it. I I see my best friend is going to be on the card, of course. Uh, oh, this Saturday, uh, Matt Sells, Traplash Magic, and Trepalicious will take on a faction calling themselves Kill the Magic. In a four-on-four tag team match, and we know we know about that that kill the magic because uh, you know you got Maddie Ice in it, um, you have um, Steve Alf, of course, Aaron Bradley, and someone else. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so I I don't uh, I don't know who that is, but but yeah, so that's uh. So that's what's going on right there. Um, so I'm sure, I'm sure they they're going they are going to uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out some more stuff. Um, oh, here I got one for you. Uh, this Saturday, um, Rachel Ellering and Tara Calloway will fight for the undisputed women's championship. Can the Queen of Diamond Dinosaurs regain the title she never lost? And we know about we know about that. How about this one? Um, the Down Boys will be wrestling um, Crusade for Change. PJ Marconi and Darius Carter. Now Darius Carter, I've had on the show, and he's a good friend. And, and TJ Marconi, um, I know as well, is a good guy, and uh, you know. And, and both and, and both guys are a um, product of um, BWO. So let's get that out there. Body Slam Wrestling Organization. It all goes back to BWO. I love it. Love it. Seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is your number. So I was just talking about just going around the horn, and pro wrestling is magic. I want you guys to check them out and give them a shout out. I, I, I love that, that organization. And you can find them on Facebook. You can find them on their website. 
it's just it's just a fun uh, a fun organization. Uh, let's see, the Hit Squad is going to be part of uh, of um, the the Continental Memorial Cup. I'm going to have Steve Off come on and uh, and talk about this uh, this cup and and uh, also Eddie McQueen. Here's another one. Eddie McQueen is going to be wrestling EJ Negro. I mean, EC Negro, or EG. I always get that mixed up. Oh, well, he's the king guy that's got the big mouth. He's upset because, you know, he's got to wrestle Eddie McQueen. And you know what? If you're a champion, and this goes out to him, big mouth, if you're a champion, fight the fight, bro. Be the man. Go out there and fight Eddie McQueen and, and show us why you're champion of the company. But you know what it is? He, this guy likes to, to talk shit. And he likes to, you know, he likes to do stupid things. And, and he's a bad guy. Let's just say right now he's a heel. And, you know, he's doing his job. But come on, guys. Get, get to work. Wrestle this guy and and it you know and if I'm Eddie McQueen man, don't lay on this guy. Get him right away. Don't flaunt around the ring, taunt around the ring, dance around the ring. Go to work. You know you want to you want to win the title. This is the this is your proving point right now. Those are my those are definitely my keys to the to the match with those guys. Never ever ever lay down on the job. Don't. That, you know, you gotta, and, and if you're a champion, defend your belt. Show the fans, you know what? I'm not really a douchebag. Or maybe show the fans you're a douchebag. You know, some fans they like that. The more, the more douchier, the better the product, the show. Let me see what else is on my mind. Um, because I, you know, as I, as I stated earlier, I. I I don't know, you know, switching gears um, and talking about other stuff. I'm very happy about the news that I read, um, and and very happy, of course, um, with everything that's going on in in the world of wrestling right now. And another thing that that I like is that um, let me see. War Machine, they won the uh, IWGP title the other day. And very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, in front of a capacity crowd in Tokyo, Japan, Warbeard Hansen and Ray Rowe defeated the team of Hiroshi Tenzan, Tenzan and Satori Kohima in, 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 uh, known as Tenkozi to capture the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions at New Japan's Sakurada Genesis 2017. Fallout was the difference as War Machine became just the third team uh, and, the, and the first team since the Briscoes to, to have held the ROH World Titles and IWGP Titles. Um. Let's see what we got here. Hanson and Rowe have made their intentions clear that they'll focus with clearly on the IWGP heavyweight tag team titles 
uh, wins over the current oh wins over the current ROH Tag Team Champions the Young Bucks and the Gorilla of Destiny propelled War Machine to the title shot, but their championship odds were in doubt following losses in six-man competition on the road to Sakurada. Genesis with partner David Finley against Ken Tozzi and Toki Makab. In um, But in their biggest match since defeating the Briscoes at Global Wars 2016, War Machine once again rose to the occasion, capturing the IWGP titles for the first time. And uh, you want to watch that? All you have to do is go over to njpwworld.com. In English, with Kevin Kelly and Don Callis. Man, I'm giving you a lot tonight. We're, we're talking a lot. Uh, 8.45, why not go to a commercial break, pay some bills? When we come back, uh, we'll be talking. It'll, it'll almost be 9 o'clock. We'll get you ready for my friend, Tony V., um, you know, I want to get his thoughts on WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, you know, Monday Night Raw again, this week's Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, ROH, whatever he can muster up, and uh, it, I'm right here until 11 o'clock, 718-508-9883 is the number. This is Pro Wrestling Now and More with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 98 on Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. And here we go with the commercial break. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? 
Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Dance for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? 
Do you even know they still print real paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. All right, we are back. Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara. Well, Pro Wrestling Now and more. Uh, let's go out to the phone lines because let's see who we have on the line. Pro Wrestling Now and more with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 98. You're on the air. Mike, how you doing? It's Tony. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Tony V calling us. Uh, man, what a, you know, Tony, before we get into it, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm pretty good. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, you know, like, you know, just doing this wrestling show that I do every uh, Wednesday or try to do every other every Wednesday, it just seems that we have to play catch-up. So I'm glad you called me so we could play some catch-up. Um, you know, I was talking earlier about... Uh, I didn't do too much WrestleMania thoughts because I was waiting for you to get on the line. Um, But I was talking about a couple of interesting notes and and stuff that was going on in the news. Um, And uh, I was talking about the shakeup that was going on, and I gave the I gave the list of people that are the list of wrestlers that are staying, and and you know that's that's kind of interesting. Who's staying on SmackDown? Who's leaving? Who's going to Raw? And I, I think it's crazy, and it's it's a good crazy though. Uh, what's your thought on the shakeup? I don't, I don't mind. I didn't mind it. You know, I mean, it was kind of uh, yeah. This see the guys switch shows. You know, after a few months, it's you know good to see some guys on the other. Uh, I think Kevin Owens on SmackDown is is going to be is a good move. So, uh, same with uh, Sami Zayn. Um, you know, I, I think the two of them will do will do well on there. Uh, the uh, you know, yeah, as far as the rest of the uh, the rest of it goes, you know, yeah, you know, I, uh, I I think guys like the, you know, like the Miz, uh, Miz and Dean Ambrose was you know started uh, Monday night, you know, on uh, Raw. I um, should do all right there. You know, they should do well there too. I mean, uh, you know, Miz is really Miz is really uh, probably had one of the best run, uh, runs he's had in a while. In a while, kind of a little surprised to see Bray Wyatt go since. Um, you know he's going to be challenging Randy Orton for the uh, for the SmackDown Championship, but uh, yeah, and it looks like and and you know and, and that's another thing you know um, um, Payback is coming and uh, now they're going to be doing some kind of House of Horrors match on SmackDown and Randy Orton's the champion now Randy Orton's now Randy Orton is still with SmackDown, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah, gonna, yeah, that's crazy. Cool. So okay. if you're keeping score at home, we're basically going to see Randy Orton defend the title on a payback on a Monday Night Raw pay per view. Yeah, that's I'm kind crazy. of surprised that they uh, went through with it. Yeah, that they were doing that, or that they would do the uh, 
like an announcing any matches for this show before they did this whole superstar uh, you know, shake-up thing. I'm spreading you know, they kind of they announced matches. It's the same with, well, not with the U.S. title, but they said that, you know, that uh, right. Jericho, yeah, they said that that yeah. title was going to be on SmackDown, no matter who's got it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, yeah, the no, it actually, it, it, they're saying, here's what they're saying about that, actually. Yeah, no matter who's going to be, the title's going. So if Jericho wins, he's, you know, yeah, you're right. So the title is going, but the wrestlers go with it. <laughs> so, yep. so, so that's, uh, that's crazy. But let's, let's talk about, um, let's get into WrestleMania weekend. Seven, let's just say this, seven hours of wrestling. That's just WrestleMania. That's just one day. But what about the 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 weekend surrounding it? I mean, you had the Hall of Fame um, ceremony, and I thought I thought the WWE did a great job. I like I do like the fact that WWE uh, the, that the Hall of Fame um, is on a Friday now, and 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 they let and they let Takeover be on the Saturday. I definitely like that uh, that move. Yeah, I kind of do too. I think you know they they switched it they they, they switched it because of um, I think so it would be easier for for everybody in there. Or, but um, but yeah, I, I I like the switch of it too. You know, doing the the Hall of Fame Friday and then the then the NXT takeover the next night. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's, it's better that way. I agree. And on. and and let's get into NXT. Uh, let's get into NXT takeover since uh, since. Uh, we might as well. It was at the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida on July 1st. Um, and if you guys haven't seen it, you know, you could check it out on the network. That's what the network is there for. And uh, Sanity uh, defeated Ty Dillinger, Cassius Ono, Ruby, uh, Ruby Riot, and Roderick Strong. Um, I'll go first and say I like the match. Um I'm, I uh, I like, and for those of you who don't know who Cassius Ono is, it's it's Chris Hero, and Chris Hero is is a great wrestler. He's a great independent on the rise, so I like that that he's back. Um, I was gonna say I I wanted uh, Ty Dillinger and those guys to win, but Sanity won, and I think Eric Young's doing a great job. Uh, so, so uh, that was the match right there. What were your thoughts on that match? Yeah, I, I thought it was good too. Like it was, a, it was a fun uh, way to open the show. You know, Cash, uh, Ono was filling it or uh, took uh, No Way Jose's place after they did the storyline to what's uh, of Saturday, uh, laying him out with the steel steps. But uh, since uh, Cash Ono um, was the fourth guy, but yeah, I thought I thought it was a fun match. You know, I was I was a little surprised that that, that the Saturday. Got the win here, but uh, it, it was uh, it was a good match. It was you know good good way to uh, start the show. And um, the Ty uh, Dillinger, I know he's on SmackDown now, but uh, yeah, they announced it on NXT just now. Next week, next week he'll be facing Eric Young in the cage, so that's how that feud's gonna, the feud's going to end next week. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a yeah, good that, takeover show. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I want to talk. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about that too. Uh, we're going to talk about that and get into it because uh, because it's kind of funny on Monday Night Raw when uh, you know out of nowhere you hear uh, you know you hear the Trusters here you know so it's kind of funny 
Uh, and the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger, is, is really over. Uh, the fans really love him. Uh, when he enters into the Royal Rumble, um, they, they, they went crazy for him, um, Ty Dillinger. So, and I, I like him. Any time, though, I see the, the perfect 10, it just reminds me of Diamond Dallas Page's old gimmick when he used to, uh, when he was bad and he had Kimberly hold up the, the 10 sign. Kind of weird. Yeah, I, it reminds you me know. of that, too. Yeah, no, it reminds me of that, and that's what, what, what people like us, you know, me, I've been watching wrestling for a long time now, and that's one of the things that I uh, that I think of. Um, Alistair Black defeated Andre Cien Alamis. Uh, I liked the match. Um, it, I wasn't, you know, it wasn't, I'm not too crazy about both guys. I do, I did like the match, though, um. But what was your thoughts on the match? Yeah, I liked it myself. I thought it was all right. You know, good, good, um, you know, good show finishing from both guys. Uh, almost says actually, I think you know, just like I said, the heel turn has really um, done. Uh, you know, is he, he's doing better as the you know, in the heel persona, doing the, um, the stuff you know, like the stuff that uh, I guess as he used to do when he was part of the originals in Go and uh in Mexico or wherever. But uh, yeah, he. I thought he. Uh, he he's good as a heel. Uh, Alistair Black. I haven't. I don't really know too much about. It. I did see him on the UK show that when I. Uh, yeah, I saw him uh, that bonus match with him and Neville. Um, right. Yeah, but I. I uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a solid match. I figured that uh, Black was going to get the win since it was his. You know, you know, it was his first match on the on the uh, NXT. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, thought it was, I thought it was a good. You know, it was a good matchup. Good match. The the, uh, the author of pain. Defeated DIY uh, and the revival, um, and and now you know with, with everything that happened on Monday Night Raw. Now everybody knows revival is uh, of Monday Night Raw. Um, they are some tag. They are some tag team. Uh, I like the match. Uh, I I I uh, I was pleasantly surprised that the authors of Pain retained. How they retained was crazy. Um, but the match itself was good. I I definitely liked it. I did too. I, th- I think this this was probably the match of the night. This one here, they really they really told a great story here with you know like the two other teams working over the office of pain, trying to eliminate them, and uh, that went on for you know went on for a good while before uh, DIY got uh, got got pinned. And then yeah. Um, yeah, there there were a lot of there were a few good spots where it, it it did look like I believe there was like a couple of double submission holes in there. Yeah, uh, and, and, and the revival. Like, I was gonna say the revival administered every tag team maneuver that they could think of. You know, you what? They they uh, what do you call? I I said the revival administered every tag team maneuver that they can think of. They did, yeah. They did. You know, uh, yeah. even trying some of the chancery that made that made them. Um, you know, the first ever NXT champ, tag team champions. But uh, it wasn't enough, you know. Um, the problem is, is authors of pain muscled their way back to the advantage and hit the revival um, with the uh, the super collider for the win. So it's, it's just crazy. And Paul, and you know what, Paul Elring, Hall of Famer, he's doing a great job with these guys. He definitely is. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. He was. Um... Yeah, I mean, I remember you know when he managed the LLD back in the old back in the day, but yeah, uh, yeah, he, he he's a he's a good mouthpiece for for the uh, for those guys. Yeah. 
Um, hey, yeah, do you remember when he? Do you remember when he left the Legion of Doom and he went with the? Uh, he he went with the disciples of Apocalypse. Uh, no, not really. I wasn't. Uh, yeah, no. you gotta look that up. You gotta like, look that up. He uh, he became a motorcycle. He he became a motorcycle guy, and he was uh, he was he was uh, managing chains. I I don't know if Crush was in the group still, but I know you could check that. You could Google that or find that out or watch it on. I know it's on the network. It's it's in the Monday night. Um, it's in it's in the old Monday night. Uh, Monday nights. Um. What do you call? It? I was gonna say, maybe about ninety-eight, uh, ninety-seven yeah. to ninety-eight. So you can check that out. Paul Eldering was a part. He was managing um, the Disciples of uh, Destruction. I think that's what they were called. The DOA. Apocalypse. Yeah, DOA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's, I remember uh, being. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember Kurt being the being the, the head guy of it of that stable. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, well, and then and then there was there was uh, Skull and Eight Ball, which we know is the Harris Brothers, and Chains, and uh, Crush, and, and that was uh, that was in the midst of uh, after the Nation of Domination kind of broke up, and then they all went their uh, their separate ways. Um, uh, NXT Women's Championship match, Oscar versus Ember Moon. Now, I think that this match. Um, could be the match of the night. It was just a back and forth match, um, and uh, I I could have uh, I don't know. And I and I liked the commentary, by the way. I thought Nigel McGuinness was good. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy though when you close your eyes and you and you and you listen to commentary commentators. And you're like, wait a minute, Nigel McGuinness wasn't he? Wasn't he on ROH? Yeah. You know, it's just just so crazy. And and you turn around and you're like, wow, all these different things. But um, I I thought the match was really good. Um, I'm surprised that Oscar won. I was hoping that Ember Moon uh would win, but but she didn't. I like Ember Moon. I think she's she's a rising star, and I like Oscar. Oscar's another one. Uh. They should be up on the main roster soon. Yeah, this is also yeah. This was a really fun match too. You know, I I was kind of thinking maybe that they were going to have Ember Moon uh, win it too. But uh, you know, you know, I, I wasn't totally surprised that they had Oscar win. But because uh, it was a really good match, I you know, I, I would you know, I would like to have seen Ember Moon win it too. But um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know if she's gonna. They're gonna do a rematch down the line, or who, who the next uh, challenger for the belt would be. But I thought the match was a lot of fun. The, the, the finish, I mean, uh, the, the Oscar shoving the referee into the into the uh, ropes, and then uh, Ember uh, falling off or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much you know. I guess I, you know, Oscar's pretty much turned heel, full blown heel now. You know, with that with that uh, finish and. Um, yeah, I mean, she was kind of turning heel to be there before the before it started, but it was, you know, I guess <laughs> yeah, I, right. yeah, you know, but yeah, I, I thought, you know, yeah, it was a fun match. I think it really, you know, they could have, you know, one of them could have gone either way, and and both of them were undefeated going in, so uh, they, they were, uh, you know, but if it, yeah, it was the uh, champion, but also I know we've seen uh, Drew McIntyre. How how crazy, right? And I was just talking yeah. about that on the. Uh, before you got on, and I was talking about how how um, 
you know, Triple H has been doing some great business um, and bringing all these guys in. Even though he left the company, went to Impact, became the champion, now he's back. It's like, wow, it's like really, and they're doing the right thing. They're bringing the talent into NXT. They're, they're really doing the right thing. I mean, I, I my hat's off to Triple H. Uh, you know, people always talk the, the most crap about him. But one thing I could say, he has a head for business. He definitely does, you know. I mean, you know, with NXT and everything, he's really done a he's done a great job with it, you know, developing the NXT NXT brand. I gotta cut you off because not not only that, but he did a great job by bringing Bruno San Martino back and the Ultimate Warrior. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, my God. Yeah, that, yeah. So that, uh, he, you know, I mean, if, if it was up to Vince, I mean, you know, ah, oh, forget yeah. it. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. bring this guy back after he talked crap about me. You know, it's like, it's like, hey, Vince. You know, I, I could picture the conversation right there. It probably, that's how it probably went. You know, um, you know, these are the guys that you got to bring back. You know, that's what's gonna, kind of what do you what do you think what do you think happened there? You know. Um, and not only that, but I was listening to a po- another podcast, um, the Ross Report with Jr. and he he had uh, Kevin Nash on, and and he said Kevin Nash said it, you know, Triple H is all business, you know, and then when he's not business, he's he's in the ring, you know, he's uh, you know, eleven o'clock, um, he's he's working out, <laughs> so wow. I mean, I, I I just think that people that that crap all over Triple H is is they're bitter for some reason, or they just don't get him. Um, but I get Triple H. I get where he's coming from, and I like the moves. Um, and also, I don't know if you've seen WWE, the 24, uh, the 24-7, um, the episode about the Monday night, you know, about the Monday nights after Monday night Raw, the biggest Raw after uh, WrestleMania. Have you checked that out yet? Uh, no, I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. I oh, well, you have to check yeah. that out. That's a big one because it, 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 it's a, it's it's really big because it's you know it it, it goes and show it takes a look at all the big stuff that happens, you know, on uh, the, the shows after WrestleMania, um, and it it actually it actually talked about last year's and uh, about Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and it talks a lot about with Triple H and Triple H, you know, wants these guys to. Uh, succeed. You know, people always talk about Triple H and you know, eventually it's going to be, it's, eventually it's probably going to come down uh, where Triple H is going to retire. He's going to have one last match, but he'll always be in the company. As long as he's with Stephanie and hopefully as long as after he's with Stephanie. I mean, I wouldn't want nothing to happen with them, but you never know. But I just think the guy has a head for the business and I like him. But anyway, now we're going to talk about the championship match. Um, but first, I just want everybody to let you know that you are listening to Pro Wrestling Now uh, and more with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 98. Can you believe it? We're almost up to 100. Amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing, right? <laughs> that I got yeah, to yeah. 100. Almost 100. <laughs> Hopefully. And, and uh, who knows? Maybe I'll have a big, maybe I'll have a big guest. Uh, on the next uh, Wednesday night edition, you never know. I'm I'm in the works of talking to somebody, so you never know. Um, let's see where where we go. All right, so so yeah, so obviously there was a lot of speculation 
that it could been it could be Nakamura's last match for NXT as he could be called up to the main roster. I was hoping, of course you know me, I love Shinsuke Nakamura. I was hoping that Nakamura won. Uh, Bobby Roode, I'm not really a Roode fan, um, but but uh, I, I don't buy into the whole glorious thing with Roode, but I like that Roode can heal. Um, uh, I like the match. I thought the match was really good. Uh, but I don't know. It's just something about Rude that gets me sometimes. But maybe that's because he's too heelish for me. I don't know what the hell it is. But I don't know. I I, I, I thought the match was good. I did, too. I thought it was a really good uh, main event. And, um, yeah, for Nakamura's, you know, uh, Final NXT match, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good match. You know, I, I, I figured they would have Bobby Roode win since Nakamura was going to be going up to the main roster. But um, yeah, it was a really, good, it was a good match. You know, I, like I say, I'm a big, you know, I, Nakamura is amazing. The fans love him. The guy's got like he's got a unique kind of charisma to him. Uh, you know, was, and um, Bobby, you know, Bobby Roode is he does the heel role really well. You know, like I say, you know, he's like, you know, he's he, he does a, it's a very like I say, it's very Ric Flair like with you know with uh, with the Glittery robe and stuff. Um, yeah, you know, it's like I wasn't, you know, like in the going back to TNA. You know, it's like I wasn't, I was, you know, like at first I wasn't really into uh, Rude and uh, and TNA. For some, you know, I, I, I don't know. There's some something about him that didn't really click for me either. But um, yeah, I, I think he's, you know, the guy's certainly improved over the last number of years, and he's, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's in there. Yeah, I'm glad he's on NXT and he's, you know, he's got the belt and all. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, but I thought it was a really good uh, good match. You know, the two, both those guys are really amazing in the ring, and then um, yeah, you know, the, you know, it was uh, yeah, it was a good show. Uh, all in all, I, I thought that the the NXT uh, show was uh, really, uh, really, really uh, uh, outstanding. <laughs> too. Yeah, it was. It was a very outstanding show. It, it got you ready for WrestleMania 33, which we're going to be talking about now. And I got to tell you, man, I lost a lot of matches. <laughs> I went over my losses. God, I lost a lot. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I picked matches where I was like, "Oh my goodness, I picked these matches." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So so to go over uh, to go over WrestleMania 33. First of all, what's your thought about? Uh, I, I another another funny story. Sunday night, I was listening to. Um, the radio. It was a, a sports radio show, and the guy on there was talking about that he went to WrestleMania, and he was talking about how you know seven hours of WrestleMania. To be fair, it's seven hours when when you when you watch it on TV. If you sit there at five o'clock and you watch it till midnight, that's seven hours. But for the people that were there. You know they get up early in the morning. They do some WrestleMania rituals, whatever, and then they go. and And now this is in Florida, so they're sitting out in in their tailgating, and they're doing all this stuff. So you know it's it's like a maybe a twelve hour day for them. Yeah, I mean WrestleMania, the whole thing, the whole it's it's, it's become really like one big you know. Oh my God, it's like they, they just do so much, you know. Like I said, with you know WrestleMania being. That many hours, and then you got the, uh, the, you know, the the other two shows, and then you got the other, you got the, like all the other uh, 
indie promotions and Ring of Honor capitalizing on that and having shows that weekend. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just so, oh, my God, it's it's, it's really yeah. open. And, Re- and WrestleCon, and they had WrestleCon, and they had um, ZZW was down there and different promotions, and you, you, you get to take a limousine ride with DX. I mean, uh, with DX, the, the click. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you get to go and... There's a they they do build a lot of stuff um they do build a lot of stuff that and they they have wrestling matches and stuff you are right about that um and that's another thing um the show of shows WrestleMania you never know what's going to happen uh, who's going to show up and uh, you know and also you just mentioned something too which we should we should hit on um they had uh they had um. The uh, that super card, they had to make for ROH. They had to make it a pay per view. You would tell me about that on Saturday when we talked that Saturday. Yeah, and uh, that's because people, people, people go crazy. Um, people go crazy for for wrestling. You know, if, if uh, and it was uh, the super card of honor. Uh, what number was that? Nah. Uh. I'm not even sure. I I I don't. I don't even know what number. Super Card of Honor. Uh, XX is twenty. I think it was nineteen. It says XL, so I don't know. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't uh, wasn't uh, too bad. You could still order it now, so you can order it any time. So, uh, but, but but right now let's talk about Wrestle WrestleMania. WrestleMania, um, it was just. Uh, like I said, you know, it was WrestleMania. Um, leading up to WrestleMania, we had a blowout in my house. A TV went, and I had to, um, I had to switch gear. I had to switch gears, and uh, and uh, I had to actually watch WrestleMania on my laptop because for some strange reason, my PlayStation wasn't really working too good with it. I don't know what happened. But I had to use my laptop, and my laptop did uh, did excellent. It worked, uh, and I had no glitches and stuff. Oh, okay. So, so you managed to listen, see it if it's uh, on there. Yeah, but but you know, and then and then somebody I spoke to because I was asking them about the PlayStation. He said he had the same problem. But imagine if I didn't have a laptop, I'd be screwed. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, luckily you have the to, whole yeah, family. Yeah. The, the whole family. My mother made just like a Super Bowl, um, a Super Bowl for me, because that's what WrestleMania really is. I mean, if you look at back at WrestleMania one, Jesse Ventura and and uh, you know both Hall of Famous Gorilla Monsoon said this is the Super Bowl. This is what it is. This is the Super Bowl, and for wrestling fans, it is. Um, but this event took place. I will say this at the. Orlando Citrus Bowl uh, in Orlando, Florida. And if you want to watch it, all you have to do is go to the network and get it. And uh, $9.99 will get you every every pay per view and everything. Um, so so let's go by by some of the matches. Um, on the pre-show, we had um, WWE Cruiserweight Champion Neville defeating Austin Aries. And I will tell you that I was wrong on that because I actually picked Austin Aries to beat Neville. The match was a good match. 
I thought that I thought I thought that the fans were really into it. Uh, what what's your thoughts on it? It was a good match. Yeah, I, I, I thought Austin Aries was going to win it too. So I was I was kind of surprised when uh, when Neville um, won it. I, um, this, I actually didn't see this match live because I was you know I was just yeah, doing stuff and you know having dinner or whatever. But it, um, you know it was a pre-show. I I actually caught it the next. I caught it on Monday. I caught the finish of it on Monday, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I saw it live, it, it was a really good match. I saw the finish. I, I like the. I thought the finish was good. Where uh, he went, where Neville went for the, uh, the injured eye to, uh, you know, the, the set up the finish. Uh, but yeah, well, that's a heel move right there. And if you're yeah. a heel guy and you like that, that's yeah. Well, right. That's how you win it. You 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 win cheap. You cheat the win, and uh, you hold on to the belt. That's what a champion does, and that's what uh, Neville did. And Austin Aries is another guy that came from Impact and uh, and, and Independence. And guy's a good good wrestler, and and um and uh and uh, that was a big big match. Uh, Mojo Raleigh won the fourth annual um, Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I was wrong. I actually picked Braun Strowman. I think yeah, I think I think everyone picked Braun. It was, it was I didn't see Mojo winning at all. It was just like you know, it's like everyone it's like first they like they all toss out the big show, then it's like okay now Braun Strowman's gonna eliminate everybody. Then they all toss him out. I was like, okay, who's gonna win now? <laughs> and, then it's, and how about Rob Gronkowski from the Patriots coming in and uh, and helping uh, helping helping the situation out? That was a uh, that was crazy. I was doing the same thing. I was eating actually during that. Uh, and, I, and I heard, oh my goodness, somebody's in the ring, and I looked, and it's uh, Rob Bronkowski. Yeah, like the whole thing uh, with gender, you know, like like the, the security, the security woman didn't even know, didn't know that that was playing spot. She was trying to stop Bronkowski uh, from yeah. stopping the rail. So yeah, but it was like he got in there. I thought, oh my god, I I thought <laughs> they were gonna have. He wasn't even in the battle royal. He was like he gets in the ring, and I thought, oh my god, a guy who's not a guy who's not in the match is going to win the thing. I thought he was going to win. Yeah, that right. They're, they're setting yeah. this thing up, and then you realize he's helping. He's kind of helping, helping the Mojo up. Raleigh. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. so. It's kind of so weird. Uh, uh, Intercontinental Championship match. That was weird to see. I picked Baron Corbin, and I and I uh, I liked the fact that Dean Ambrose won. Don't get me wrong, I like Dean, but. I thought Baron Corbin was going to win because uh, Baron Corbin is like set up for greatness. Yeah, I was I was kind of surprised to see Ambrose get the win too. I mean, I don't know that I was also surprised to see this match on the pre-show because it hadn't been um, bumped down to it. I hadn't heard it was going to be uh, on the you know on the pre-show, so I was kind of surprised when they came out. Yeah, uh, me too. Sure. I didn't know either. I didn't know that they added that. All of a sudden, when I heard the music, and this is for the Intercontinental Championship, and I will say this too, they did a great job getting you ready for WrestleMania. The, that panel, award-winning. I mean, Jerry the King Lawler, Renee Young, uh, Shawn Michaels, Booker T. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Well, no, I mean, especially when you, you know, when you get, yeah, when you got like three, you know, let, you know, Guys, you know, Booker T, Virginia. You got Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got. John Michaels. I mean, that's crazy right there. It's nice to see. I always say it's like seeing old friends, you know. But, uh, but anyway, the new day opened up. I'm, I gotta be honest with you. I really didn't care for them. (laughs) I really, I, I, you know, I, 
I want, I'd rather see them wrestle than do this. Uh, to me, I like the New Day, but I, I just think, I don't know, I, I don't like them as hosts. Yeah, I didn't really care for it either. I mean, I don't even know why the show needs to have, like, WrestleMania needs to have hosts every year. Uh, you know, but I mean, Oh, Tony, they have to have hosts. Tony, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but, but anyway, but I mean, you know, like I say, uh, anyway. But, uh, sorry, Tony, you know, I have to have fun. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, next year's host, though, there is a host. If somebody's going to host WrestleMania in New Orleans, you know who I think they should they should have as a host? Let's see if, if uh, how, let's see if you you and I are on the same, same label. Oh, Let's see if you got if we're on the same wave, uh, brainwave or whatever. What do you think? Who do you think, Tony? That I'm thinking of that should host next year's WrestleMania. Ooh, I don't know. Well, I don't. The only one I can think of that hasn't hosted is maybe even. No, 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 no. He's a former host. He did host it, and he hosted uh, it in New Orleans. And they got to bring uh, him back to the oh, company, okay. Tony. Come on. Who? Hulk Hogan? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Let's not let's just not say the silver dome. It's the super yeah. dome. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I want Hogan back in the company. When when I, I hated the tease, there was a tease um that said Hulk Hogan's gonna be signing autographs in Orlando and it was for Hogan's new beach shop, which I'm happy that he's got a new, another beach shop. Um, I'm happy that Hogan's doing uh, his thing. I, I, that's another guy. Hogan's another guy that, that when people t- when people um, put Hogan down for certain certain things, um, you know, it's like it's like when you thought of WrestleMania, you thought of Hulk Hogan. You know, before there was a Shawn Michaels and a Rock, and of course you thought of Rowdy Piper as well. But you know, Hogan was the was the guy for WrestleMania. Oh, but, yeah, definitely. Um, it. Right, you agree with that, right? All right, so let's yeah. let's get the matches going. First match, I was shocked that they put this first. <laughs> I, really, I, I was too. shocked to see this first. Jay McMahon versus AJ Styles. Uh, I got the pick wrong, by the way. I picked Mc, uh, I picked McMahon, but honestly, I'm sitting there. And I'm thinking, what a great match this was. This was a great match. Um, both competitors, very, very competitive. Uh, AJ style going over um, was something that I didn't think was going to happen because I figured, you know, I, I figured they were going to give it to Shane. You know, Shane's got to represent SmackDown, and Shane has to has to win. But AJ won, and um, and I like, I definitely like the match. Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good, you know, uh, it was a good way to, it was a, a really great way to to kick off the actual WrestleMania part of the show with that, with that. And um, yeah, I thought it was a good match. I thought Shane Shane got a he got a ton of offense in. I thought you know it's like he was like really like going to, you know and flailing away with those like punches of his stuff. And, um, but yeah, I, I wasn't sure what they were going to do either with the, you know, with, the uh, with the outcome. But I'm yeah, I'm kinda, I'm glad that that, that uh, AJ got the win. You know. Uh, but yeah, it was a really good, it was it was a good way to start the show. The, the Russell, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the, the I like when AJ Styles went to go for the coast to coast, 
and uh, Shane catches him with the can with the can and and he was very offensive and of course Shane missed the elbow. I mean that was he almost killed himself. Shane McMahon is is for those of you who really haven't watched Shane. I mean you followed Shane. If you're a wrestling fan, you followed Shane's career and Shane was always a daredevil. Shane, you know we talk about um we talk about um Jeff Hardy as being a daredevil, but Shane's right up there. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's done a lot of crazy dives over the you know I mean, over the years off the Trons, <laughs> off like off, off the cell last year, and you know yeah, it's like he did the, that one off the uh, yeah. you know through the table at this one. But yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, he, it's crazy. He he he's done a lot of a uh, lot of stuff. Um, but it, it, was, uh, it was it was it was an interesting move, and also I like that Shane was doing a lot of the arm bars and cross bars and these. He's, uh, you know, he was wrestling. He was showing you that he could wrestle, and he was doing all these, um, these different moves. So I, it was, it was, uh, it was good. And then, uh, you know, and then there was the the AJ Styles. The fans really loved when AJ won. This is a really heel. Another thing about it, it's a really heel heelish uh, fan base for uh, for him. AJ Styles. People like AJ. You know. And I like him. I like his style. I mean, no pun intended. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm a, yeah, I like him too. You know, I mean, AJ, you know, the fans just love him because the guy is, you know, he's not called phenomenal for nothing. No, he's a, he's a phenomenal. No, even when he was with TNA, he was phenomenal. I mean, and, yeah. and ROH and and ROH and uh, New Japan Wrestling. You know, I mean, I agree. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. I, I, you know, that's another guy that you could say. You know, I mean. He he was a a bullet club member. He was a leader for a little. He bit, was, yeah. So, you know him and Gallows and Anderson and and just so crazy how that happens. Um, going on, going on. Uh, let's see, we got next. Um, next match that was interesting, which was really good, was Kevin Owens, um, versus um Chris Jericho, and I got this right. I actually picked uh I picked um Owens and I was right. Uh I thought the match was really good. I think both guys know each other very well. Um at times it looked like Owens was playing with Jericho and look what look at the results to that. I like the match too. Yeah, I mean I I figured they were going to have Kevin Owens win, win you know win this uh but uh yeah, you know I I, guess I, I thought it was a solid match, you know, the uh, power bomb on the uh, outside of the uh was the uh, finish that I was kind of surprised. I was a little surprised when the three count happened. That you know, so it was like, well, the finish kind of came out of nowhere. But you know, it's like they were selling the <laughs> yeah. uh, the power bomb on the apron. It's like you know, as something devastating. But uh, yeah, it was a good match. You know, and I figured Kevin Owens would win since he just come off of losing the Universal Championship. I, I figured they were going to have to have him win the U.S. title here. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was a good, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. Yeah, it was a really good match, and uh, I was, I was. Well, because they they also said that Jericho was going to take time off, but I don't know when because <laughs> Jericho eventually yeah, probably have to pay, after, after yeah the, he's gonna, probably yeah. have to pay back. Um, War of War Women's Champion um, Bailey, and I got this wrong because I picked Nia Jax. Um, Bailey, Charlotte, uh, and Flair. I mean, sorry, Flair and Sasha Banks. Bailey, Charlotte, uh, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax. Um, Competed in a fatal, uh, fatal four-way elimination match. 
for the Raw Women's Championship, which Bailey won, which I was shocked because I thought Nia was going to win. Um, because only because I'll tell you why. I, I think they needed a change. It needed some kind of a change. Um, you know, we, we've seen Bailey with the belt. We've seen Flair and Sasha fight over the belt in these short reigns uh, lately uh, between them. Um, but all women, all the four women did a great job. Bailey's tremendous. I love Bailey. I, 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 I think Bailey's onto something. But Nia Jax is another woman um, that's that's good. And of course, Sasha uh, Banks and uh, Rick and Charlotte Flair is doing uh, tremendous. Oh yeah, they definitely are. They're all really, they're really great. Um, I, yeah, I thought this match was great. I was glad to see that Bailey got the, uh, you know, get the win here. I, I kind of thought Nia Jax was going to win too, just you know, because like she hasn't been the champ yet. But I, I, um, I actually liked how it was like it took, you know, the, the way she got eliminated. I thought it, you know, kept it, you know, made it, you know, was was uh, was good. You know, it was like it took all it, it took all three of them to to, uh, to you know to pin her. Uh, I thought I thought that was a really uh, good way to uh, you know to keep her strong. You know, so she was the biggest yeah. one in there. A hundred percent. It it hundred percent. I've seen that happen before. I've seen guys pile up on guys to get rid of them. I've seen women pile up on women to get rid of them. I agree. Hey, by the way, you know what's kind of funny? When when I'm watching the the pay per view with my family, and I tell them, and my mother says, and my mother and my my family say, um, what do you think about Charlotte Flair and I said, well, she's just like Ric Flair. And when she does that spinning, <laughs> I, when she did that spinning, that spinning moonsault in the air. Um, oh, yeah, that is, I, oh, my God. Yeah, so I, I say the twisting moonsault, I said, look, she's just like her dad. Her dad used to do the same thing. Everybody went, what? No, no, he never did. <laughs> you know, you know, Ric Flair was famous for going up to the top rope, and then they would flip him over his, their head. And it would, he would take this big back bump, and uh, and uh, what do you call? Um, if, if Ric Flair ever, I think Ric Flair, Ric Flair was the most unsuccessful guy going up on the top. But sometimes he would hit you, and he would surprise you. But imagine if Ric Flair ever did that. My God, I think Ric Flair would have a heart attack doing that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's, I mean, Flair. I mean, Flair was obviously yeah, was one of the all-time greats. But yeah, no, I. I I don't know if he uh, pulling off a moonsault. I don't think it. Uh, I don't know if that would have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't. I don't know how that would have turned out. I don't know. But, years ago, you ever see years ago? Um, if you remember the video games, and they used to, you know, you could go up on the top rope, and uh, oh, yeah. there was a there was a wrestling game. It was WCW versus um, versus uh, NWO, and uh, versus the world and. Hulk Hogan used to do a super leg drop from the top rope. Hogan never jumped off the top. He never. I don't. I don't. I don't think he ever went to the top in his career. Sometimes, sometimes he would go to the. Uh, he would go the to the second, second rope sometimes. Yeah, if he was wrestling Andre, he would try to climb up. Um, yeah. So that match was really good. Uh, I, the fans were really into that match. Um, here's another interesting one. My nephew. Big Hardy Boys fan. Ask me if I thought the Hardy Boys were going to come to WrestleMania. Now you and I have had this discussion where I, I told you that I what I, about what I read. Now I did read that Jeff said Jeff did say that they weren't going to return. 
But of course he says that because he has to throw people off. Well, when the New Day came out to announce that this was going to be a fatal four-way, at first, when they said it was a ladder match, I kind of thought maybe, mm-hmm, maybe the Hardy Boys, because I know the Hardy Boys lost the night. Uh, I, I know the Hardy Boys lost the titles to the Young Bucks, so I figured, okay, they dropped the titles, so now maybe. So when the New Day came out to announce it, everybody in my house said it's going to be the New Day, and the Hardy Boys came back. Now, in my opening statement tonight on the show. I talked about the Hardy Boys coming back. Now, I talked about the only way that I want to see the Hardy Boys is I want to see the WWF, WWE Hardy Boys that I know. Not the, not the, not the, the delete and the whole thing with um, Matt Hardy and, and Brother Nero. I, I wanted to see the, the guys come back, you know? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, I figured if they were going to be back in WWE, they were going to go back to being the, uh, you know, just the just the regular Hardys. You know, I mean, well, he you know, still does delete, 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 but he teases people with that. Now, some yeah. people say that that ROH or TNA, ROH TNA owns the rights. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, but I don't know either. It's like, TNA, it's uh, yeah, because Anthem, uh, uh, Anthem, whatever they call themselves, own TNA, and they say that they own the character and everything. So that's why the whole oh, so there you go. Whole, so that's why. Uh, that's why. So if they're so they're going to do the whole trademark thing that Finch used to do, but but uh, I, I which I get that. Um, but I will say this though: the other teams. Now before that, I had I had picked Cass and and I had picked uh, Enzo and Cat Enzo Amore and Cass. I did pick them, but um, uh, what do you call them? Luke Gallows? Um, and you know and uh. Cesaro and Sheamus and Enzo and of course the Hardy Boys, they all, they all wrestled really well together and that pretty much almost was like the the match of the night. Yeah, definitely uh definitely it ranks up there. I I thought you know it, it was a great match, you know, um when the uh, new yeah, 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 like I said when the new day came out, I thought it was like oh they're going to put themselves in the match and then like I thought well, yeah. maybe they're going to put themselves in and the Hardys are going to come in anyway and, and it was going to be five teams. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a fun match. I mean, the the, the place went nuts when the when the Hardy uh, old music hit. It was like, oh my god! Of course, and, uh, they went yeah. nuts because they they, yeah. they were crazy. They wanted to see it. I mean, I wanted to see it. My whole house went nuts. <laughs> my nephew was <laughs> was happy again. He was crazy because that was his favorite team, the Hardy Boys. And 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 uh, and you know, my only regret about this whole thing is, and I hope it happens. You know, I wish that Edgy Christian and uh, and the Dudley Boys were back with the Hardys. I mean, they, those matches were just the best matches. I mean, you know, if if you if you went to house shows and and even if you watched it on WrestleMania, they those teams tore the house down. They did, yeah. I mean, they got the, 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 the what was it, WrestleMania 16, where Edge yeah. Christian won the belts, and then the first TLC uh, at the SummerSlam yeah. that year, and then the second one at WrestleMania 17. Even yeah. the tables match that they had at uh, Royal Rumble was outrageous. I mean, any 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 time you get to see those teams, um, and then of course the APA, there were another team that I liked, um, that you know, but but the Hardy Boys, they just did their moves and. And I was shocked that, I, I don't know, I, I was shocked. Uh, I was happy to see them, and I liked the fact that Jeff 
found the biggest ladder he could find, and uh, he put it away, and it was good. And and the fans, the fans went crazy. Um, but you know that's just crazy, and it's and it's also crazy to think. How about this ride though? And I was thinking this, you know, it you know you go from Impact, you go to ROH, you make a surprise appearance at ROH, then you wrestle at the anniversary special. Then you show up, you know, then you go to the supercar, then you then you do autograph sessions, and then next thing you know, you go to WrestleMania. It's incredible. And 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 you know, and then you go to Monday Night Raw and then it then and it's it's just incredible. The Hardy Boys are such a talented team and I'm glad they're back where they belong. I'm glad they and I'll say this, I'm glad they're home. I'm glad they're home. Very much. Very much glad they're home. Yeah, you know, it's, it's been yeah, it's been a while, you know. But yeah, it's nice to see them back, you know, back on back in WWE, you know, you know with the. There yeah, was a time the, where Jeff so. got burnt out and he left. There was a time when Matt got burnt out and left. You know, oh, yeah. And it's great to see, but it's great to see again that WWE, um, you know, the WWE and Triple H and McMahon and them, they see the money signs in these guys. They see the money signs. And by the way, ProWrestlingTees.com is shutting down their store. So anybody that wants to get the Hardy Boys shirts, uh, independent-wise, you better go down because they're going to be shutting it down soon. Oh, the, oh the, that whole website's gone? No, no, not the website. Just the, no, not the yeah. website. Just, oh, the Hardy just, shirts. Just, their, okay, uh, just the Hardy Boys shop, not the whole website. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I'd read about that too. That, that they were going to be cleaning out the Hardy, the Hardy shirts. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're a big fan of that gimmick, you better get it now. Hey, uh, I just clicked on over and uh, and uh, there's a uh, there's a shirt um, that uh, that they're selling. It's called Beach Ball Mania, and uh, that's uh, that's when they. I'm sure you heard about that. When they, they when they bring a beach ball to um they bring they they bring a beach ball to um to like the Raw or WrestleMania and they they amuse themselves with the beach ball. It's kind of funny. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, the fans did that this year. Too. Yeah, they did it this year. You can you know you can hear it. The, yeah. the, the, uh, the, the commentators even you know, they had to acknowledge it because it was so loud. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, but it, the uh, I was gonna say that the Hardy Boys, um, the Hardy Boys merchandise is gonna be shutting down uh, pretty soon, um, and uh, you know it's it's uh, it's 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 great to see that Matt Hardy's not broken, that he's fixed. But um, let's move on. We got some more uh, matches to talk about. Um, let's see the next match that I want to talk about. Will be, let's see, here, this thing. Okay, here we go. All right. Well, the next match that I want to talk about will be um, John Cena, Nikki Bella, now versus Maurice and The Miz. Now, the match was a quick, quick match. Uh, John and Nikki really got their stuff in. It, it just looked like they went. To, to go home very quickly because of what happened after. And remember I told you about that rumor that I heard. Remember that rumor that I told you that John's going to ask Nikki to marry him. And he did. And uh, 
The fans went crazy. It, it was like a WrestleMania moment. It was almost, you know, I'll compare that to when Elizabeth came out and WrestleMania 7, right after Macho lost the retirement match with Ultimate Warrior and Cherry beat the stuffings out of him after, and Liz came in and then they got back together. It was almost like that moment. Hey, well, hey, uh, yeah, I guess it was kind of similar to that moment. That 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 was really like probably the highlight of that WrestleMania uh, number seven was that was was that uh, you know that that match was great and um, the whole thing with him getting back together with Elizabeth uh, was really awesome. Uh, the fans were really into that. But the, uh, yeah, this one, yeah, the, the the match was kind of short, and I kind of figured they were going to have them, you know, like kind of. You know, this one be you know, kind of fast, and you know, it's like they were just going to do like the double finisher, you know, like the double, you know, like the double knuckle. Yeah, it was very predictable. It was, yeah, and uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, like you were saying, you know, it's like everyone was talking about the you know the rumor that Cena was going to uh, was going to ask Nikki to marry him on the you know uh, afterwards, and you know, so I, I think every, I, you know, I think everyone knew it was going to you know everyone knew it was going to happen. So, you know, it's, it's about uh, time. I mean, listen, you know, and, and and that's another thing, too. You know, you know, he says, you know, let's get real life for a minute. You know, wrestlers do have lives. And real, it, is, it is real, you know. Wrestling is, is, all about, is all about emotions. And John Cena, they had an emotional a match. But I'm glad to see that John Cena won. And uh, I like the Miz and Maurice, but I like Cena and Nikki better. I thought the Miz and Maurice were, uh, you know, they were, you know, parroting the uh, Cena and uh, Nikki. I, th- I thought that they were doing some great stuff there. Those yeah, guys. they did. They did, they did very. Uh, they did. They definitely good parroting. Definitely, the parody was very good. Um, Seth Rollins and Triple H. I gotta say this. It was a letdown <laughs> to me. This non-sanctioned match was a letdown. And I'll tell you, I was wrong. I picked Triple H. But it was a letdown for me because, number one, I wanted Samoa Joe to come out and interfere and somehow. And I wanted Triple H because I, I, I still think that I still was thinking Triple H was going to put together a faction or something. Um, but uh, the the match itself was really good. Seth Rollins really did a great job. If he's not hurt, if he was really hurt, my God, you wouldn't have known it. Um, like you said, he was a one-man a leg machine in, in like an ass-kicking contest. Um, the part at the end I really didn't like when Stephanie went through the table because you can really see Triple H kind of kind of give her a shove. And uh, yeah, yeah, the finish was. Yeah, I, I I liked the match. I thought I thought they did a really good job. You know, just like you know, Triple H you know, working over the you know, the supposed injured knee and you know. Oh yeah, definitely right. But I just didn't, yeah. I I know what you're saying, but I didn't. I don't know. I I like Seth Rollins in in Triple H, but I think Triple H should have won. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me thinking about Triple H. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I, don't know, I think maybe it was really it's just a fan in me. <laughs> could be, I don't know, but uh, I thought the match was really. I, I thought the match was really good. I, I you know, they were, um, you know, like towards the end when they were going back and forth to see who was going to pedigree, who was going to pedigree who there, and then, uh, yeah, and then it went to the finish. I mean, once Stephanie got up on the, uh, you know, jumped up on the apron, I knew that she was going to, you know, take the take the bump. I forgot the table was there when she went through it. I forget forgot that it was there. <laughs> yeah, right. 
My yeah. God, you guys have no compassion, you know. <laughs> McMahon yeah. was, was really, you know, my donor, you know. Even though he, he forgets that I think he called her a bitch a couple of times. Daddy spoiled little bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Back time. in the oh god, <laughs> yeah. Back in the crazy, back in the crazy times. Back in the, uh, back in some crazy, crazy stuff, Aaron. But uh, yeah, but I don't know. I I just thought that match was it was okay, but it could have been better. I don't know. And by the way, I think next year she he should leave Stephanie home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Jericho is saying, now you know what I went through. WrestleMania 18. Oh, boy. Remember, yeah, that was a good one. That, that, was, that was a really good one. That was that was a good one. All right, so let's keep it rolling. Um, Randy Orton defeated Bray Wyatt for the title. I was disgusted by this. Uh, I was disgusted by this match because the worms. That was kind of gross. I was grossed out by this whole thing. Yeah, this match was just like it. It, it didn't click. It was just like this was probably like the, 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 the this was probably like the weakest match on the whole show. And the, like the whole thing with the like every t- you know the, the, like the worms and the, the bugs or whatever they were showing in the on the ring mat with the lighting. It was like it's like yeah, <laughs> that freaked me out. It was, it was just like, oh my god! Well, it kind of freaked you out. It kind of got you disgusted. I mean, I, I was, I, I got that, I got that right. By the way, I picked right on that because I figured Randy was going to win, but I was hoping Bray would keep the title, and I was hoping for this Sister Abigail. I keep on hearing a rumor that they're going to bring Sister Abigail back from the dead because she's not really dead, and didn't happen. I don't know. And I also maybe thought that somebody was going to interfere, and but. As you know, it's it, it didn't happen. No, yeah, I mean the match was like, yeah, it, it was, yeah, like I say, it was it was kind of weak. I mean, you know, I was like, I I kind of had a feeling Randy Orton was going to win the title too, but uh, yeah, the, the yeah. whole thing, the, yeah, that whole thing with the uh, the lighting with the with, with the maggots and mm-hmm. stuff was, you know, oh, and and no, was, and and here's a note that people probably don't know. If you're watching, if you're watching the on the laptop, and somebody has an application like an iPad, and and, and uh, what do you call? It? There's a delay. There's like a couple of minute delay. My uh, the reason why I said this is because my nephew left the room. He had something to do, and he leaves the room and he takes his iPad with him, and he comes back and he goes, he goes, hey, he goes. What in there? He goes. He goes. Well, RKO out of nowhere. Randy Orton wins, and we're like yelling at him because it didn't. Never, it didn't happen yet. And then, then I realized what happened, and it was on the delay. So everyone was so pissed off at my nephew, but he didn't know. Oh, okay. So, so the laptop. So you're watching it a couple seconds. It was a couple seconds behind the. Uh... Yeah, so so he goes okay out of nowhere, like like, and it didn't happen yet. He's like, didn't you see? Aren't you happy that Randy? And then we had to yell at him to tell him like we didn't see it. And then, but I was just like stunned, like, what are you talking about? What do you mean he won? How the hell did you know he won? That's what I want everybody to know out there that if you if you if you're watching it from a laptop and somebody has a application like a PlayStation or iPad, 
that is a delay. It's kind of funny, and 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 I do remember one year it happened to me, um, but I but that was it was just I was so focused on it, um, but I thought the match was good. I I thought it was I don't know I, I thought it could have been better. Um, Brock Lesnar defeated Bill Goldberg to win the Universal Championship. Uh, I I got this right. I picked Lesnar because I figured Goldberg was going to leave soon. Um, this was Goldberg's longest match since he came back. Um, him and Brock had a good match. It was really good. Um, it was, you know, repetitive with the spear, the German, spear German. It was almost like a video game, kind of. Um, I thought the match was good. Uh, you know, it was it the best match on the card? No, but it was a good match. I thought it was too. Yeah, I mean, I expected it to be a short match, but you know, but, but you know, not as not as short as the uh, <laughs> as the Survivor Series one. I mean, I, yeah, I, um, it was yeah, it was a good. It was what was it? it might have been like just on, just just under five minutes, but yeah, I mean, they did all the stuff. You know, it's like you know, did did pretty much did everything. You know, the day um, Lesnar kicking out of the jackhammer and then you know Goldberg getting suplexed about ten times or whatever it was, and then the F five uh, finally did it. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I figured Lesnar was going to win too. Since he lost to him twice already, and then, uh, you know, you know, yeah, so you know, Goldberg's gonna be, you know, after I knew he wasn't gonna be around to, you know, that long. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a fun, you know, it was a fun match for what, you know, for what it was. You know, I mean, you know, it's like, you know I knew uh, Brock was winning, but, but yeah, you know, I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, it's like they really pulled, they pulled out all the, they did all the big spots and everything before the, uh, before the F five and the, the finish happened. Yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoyed the match too. Yeah, the match. Let's see, the ma- the uh, the the uh, what do you call the longest match on that card? Believe it or not, was Triple H and was was Triple H and um, Seth Rollins. It went twenty five minutes and thirty and thirty seconds. The Brock Lesnar match. Went uh, four minutes and forty five seconds. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, uh... So it went longer than two minutes, but not by much, though. Um, yeah. You know what it was, and, and that's another thing. A lot of people were picking Brock um, was going to go, you know, go last. It had to be Roman Reigns um, taking on the Undertaker last. It had to. If this is the Undertaker's last match. And and they're trying to build Roman Reigns as the guy. You know, you have to have Roman. Uh, Paul Heyman did a good job as well. I like the match, like I said. All right, next match, uh, Naomi. And I was right about that one, too, by the way. Naomi. I picked Naomi to win, thank God. Naomi uh, had to win in her hometown, but also she had to win because she's really good. Um, Naomi's been really, really, really on fire since breaking up with, with Ariane Cameron and doing her own thing and coming to SmackDown and she's just good. She's just so good. And, uh, but I'm glad she won, but Alexa bliss, Carmella, um, Nikki James, Natalia and Becky, they're all good, good, good wrestlers. And, um, they're, they're all doing their thing as well. So in the six pack challenge for the SmackDown women's championship, it lasted five minutes and 35 seconds and then uh and then they got you ready for Roman Reigns uh Undertaker. That match was good. Would you agree? 
what was that? Roman versus Undertaker. That match was yeah. good, I thought. Oh, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. Um, Reigns and Taker, yeah, I, I thought I thought that the match was really well was really well done. I thought they did a great job. I was I was a little you know surprised that they had Roman win, but you know um, I, I yeah yeah I figured you know it's like this was going to be it for Taker. I mean and and this definitely had to close the show you know to add out of everything on here you know because this was they were really building this up as a, as you know like, like I said Taker's retirement or whatever and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed the match. You know, kicking, you know, Rain, Rain kicking out of the tombstone, and then, uh, and then, you know, it's like after the, you know, like you uh, gave him like three, you know, three spears, and you know, after that third spear, you know, he he got he got the win, and of course the you know the the moment afterward, you know, with the taker leaving the coat and the hat and the gloves and the ring and everything and walking up the ramp, it, <laughs> yeah. was, like, it was like, oh my god, you know, it was like. <laughs> now didn't okay, he was, do that before? He did that once before, didn't he? Was that? He did that once before, didn't he? Undertaker did that. In, uh, did he do that a couple of years ago? The same thing, and then he came back. Somebody did he? I don't, did I don't remember if he. Left, I don't know. I don't know if he left the coat and the hat in the, in the ring or anything. <laughs> but, uh, something kind of similar. Didn't he do something similar when Brock Lesnar beat him? Mm. He did do well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because that was when the WrestleMania streak was 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 ended. But um, he did. He did walk up the ramp afterwards. Yeah. I. I I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, but and, and uh, then the and then for people that don't know, they I, you know the the set went on fire. They had to put the fire out. Oh, was that when that? Oh, was that the year that he got? Yeah, they they had to put the fire out. If you could you could Google that, Tony, and it'll show you. I seen that the next day. There was a fire. I read it on uh, WrestleZone.com dot com actually. This is so. that was that um wait not not this year. You're talking about WrestleMania Yeah, 3? it was this year. It was this year. Right after, uh, right after the show went off the air, there was a fire on the on the uh, the stage. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about. Yeah, okay, now. Yeah, Undertaker's uh, Undertaker's pyro and and uh, I listen. The match went back and forth. I picked Undertaker because I figured that they wouldn't do that. Um, if they're trying to make, if, if they're trying to turn. Roman, uh, if they're trying to get the fans to buy in the Roman, you don't do that by by beating the fan paper. You don't do that, you know. But, yeah, no, I. And I was saying, I was saying, I was saying to the audience in the beginning of the show, you can have Braun Strowman run run Roman Reigns over with an ambulance. It's not gonna. They're not going to like Roman Reigns. If you can do the same thing to John Cena. You could jump John Cena, beat up John Cena. How many times did, did AJ Styles beat up John Cena? Still say John Cena sucks. Same thing with Roman. You still get it because that's the way it is. I mean, they're, they're, you're, you're not going to change the fans' minds. The fans are going to root who they want to root for, and it's like they're kind of like force-feeding Roman down people's throats, and it's not working. No, I know. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm, you know, it's not a you know, knock on Roman. I mean, I, I think the guy's good. You know, but, yeah, I, uh, yeah, he is. I mean, he is good. But, but the problem is, is that the internet and all the fans, they don't want to, uh, they don't want to acknowledge what's going on. But I got to acknowledge something though. This is pro wrestling now, and more with Magic Mike Ferrar, episode number ninety-eight. Um. 
But all in all, the all in all the the seven hours. And you, as a wrestling fan, um, were you tired after that match? Did you did you like the, you know, what uh, was your thoughts about that? I mean, what I was your thoughts it, it about the whole event from top to bottom? Seven hours. What's your thought about? Uh, yeah, I, I thought seven. It was actually it was a little more than seven hours. This 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 was longer than last year's WrestleMania, by a few, by like twenty minutes or so. And um, but I, but I thought overall with this one, I uh, I I was well, you know, because this year I was ready I was ready for that you know for it to go that long. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I thought, but yeah, I thought overall I, I liked I liked this one better. You know, it's like you know it's like it was tiring you know, tiring to watch it at the end, but it was like a, this time it was like in a good way, you know, was, you know, especially with the, uh, you know, with with the takers uh, send off at the, you know, all that stuff. The way you, yeah. just like the whole ending of that made it made it like, oh my god, it was like it was like you know, it's like it was kind of like the, like the the old, the, the old cowboy the old cowboy kind of riding off into the sunset. Was <laughs> yeah. my uh, was my kind of my kind of take on it. But um, yeah, yeah but, you're right. Like the old cowboy riding off into the sunset, folks. You sound like yep. good old Jr. Hey, let's talk about Jr. Uh, weren't you happy to hear that Jr. signed with the company again? I'm happy about that. Yeah, that was awesome. You know, so he, it was great that you know, he got the um, got the he got to call the match. That was uh, he got to yeah. call Undertaker's. Uh, yeah, got to call Undertaker's. What could be his his, his could have been his final match. Uh, yeah, I thought it was great you know, that they that they brought him back to. to uh, yeah, you know, they brought him back in for some, you know, to call to call uh, Taker's last match. Uh, yeah, well, he's going to gonna be around with the company. I think he signed a deal. Yeah, I heard that he. I heard some some something about that too. I don't know what he's going to be doing, but he, yeah, I, I heard that he is actually back with the company some some in some way. He deserves yeah. it. He definitely deserves it. Um, and yeah. and as I was talking about in the beginning, I was talking about uh, Ronaldo. It looks like he's out. And it looks like Bradshaw is the cause of it. The bullying. I think it's ridiculous. If this, if it did happen, I think JBL needs to be stopped with the bullying. Um, you know, I liked Ronaldo. I thought he was good. I mean, I did too. I thought he was a really good commentator. You know, it's like I know he had called like a lot of it, like when uh, you know, the when uh, he was doing the commentary for uh, New Japan on Access. Uh, I had heard a lot. Of, I heard a lot of good stuff about the guy you know, about him. So when he came up, when he came to. Uh, WWE. I was, you know, I was glad to see him, and I thought he was doing a great job. You know, he really, you know, knowledgeable. Really knew a lot about the uh, guys that would come in from, you know, you know, like an AJ Styles or wherever he would get them back to talk about like the backgrounds or the guys from, um, you know, what they did in Japan or wherever. And he would actually give the, mm-hmm. he would actually call the moves what they were, what they were call, you know, you know, she called them and like the. I think it was the Oshiko Roshi. He would say, and I, I know King sometimes would kind of give him, you know, kind of. Ripping forward too was like, what was that? Yeah, you know, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. But I, yeah, it's, it's it's a shame that he's really you know, that uh, that he's that he's gone. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and, you know, and JPL, I was never a fan of a fan of to begin with. You know, but so you know, it's just like I. Again, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but uh, but um, they uh, they said uh, they said that uh, that Jim Ross uh. That Jim Ross signed a uh, a two year uh, Jim Ross reveals a two year WWE contract after appearance at WrestleMania. So he he, he did sign a two year deal and he deserves it. I mean he's a good guy, Jim Ross. Jim Ross was was uh, Jim Ross was always uh, 
always good before, you know, even when his days with NWA and, and uh, WCW and, uh, I like him, and I'm glad he's back home. And of course, he all the work that he did, um, all the work that he did um, for WWE. And it's good to see that that he's back where he belongs. And uh, you know, and and like you said, you know, life's gonna go on. He was talking about his wife Jan, may she rest in peace. And he called her a sweet angel. And uh, he said he has to keep working, you know. And that's what she would have wanted, but you know. Um, the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania was really good. Um, you know, uh, an, another, uh, a couple of surprises. As I announced in the show, though, uh, returning Finn Balor is out again, it looks like. Yeah, he uh, had a match against Jinder Mahal on uh, this week's Raw, and he, he got a concussion. So it's, it's like, um, you know, it's like the guy's out for months, and then it's like he finally returns, and then. He gets yeah. injured again, and they don't know how long he's going to be out. Yeah. Well, we're not yeah. going to go. We're not going to go. Uh, we're not going to go do all the matches up from Monday night. But um, what was your thoughts on? I'll just say this: the revival shows up. Um, that shook it everything. Um, McMahon uh, named Kurt Angle as general manager. I thought that was a great spot. I thought the Teddy Long spot was great when he thought he said, "No, no, Teddy, not you." You know, I thought that was great. Um, I thought the Braun Strowman confronting Brock Lesnar was pretty interesting, but, um, but, you know, Braun Strowman just backs off. It's like, you know, he's this big tough guy. Um, I don't know. It just made it look silly. And then, uh, I don't know. So I thought, I thought that match was, um, I thought that match was, uh, I thought that Raw was good. Oh, um, last week's Raw. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was good too. You know, I I like the um, the revival debut. I you know, I was really uh, that was really awesome. I mean, you know, because I've been watching those guys and NXT, and those guys were really good. And uh, you know, I, and um, Vince Name and Kurt Angle, the GM. Um, I I heard that that was gonna ha- that uh, they were gonna they were gonna go ahead with that. Uh, so yeah, and, and yeah, Teddy Long coming out thinking it was him. That was kind of yeah, that was funny too. Well, but uh, yeah, even yeah, uh, Angle. I like when he's told him to stop dancing. And then SmackDown, yeah. and then you had SmackDown, uh, which was good as well. Um, SmackDown was good, too, I thought. Um, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura debuts. Uh, I like that. Um, you know, Eric Rowan reunited with Bray Wyatt. Um, so some of the stuff that happened there, you know, and then of course, uh, you know, Vince McMahon and, you know, Vince McMahon started this whole shakeup thing, uh, that he was going to shake up Monday Night Raw again. And, uh, he did, he shook it up and, uh, and, uh, what do you call, and here we are for Monday, for, for Monday Night Raw. It returned, uh, after two years, um, it returned to Nassau Coliseum in Long Island. Yeah, this was the first show back after a while. Yeah, after the uh, they they, re, they renovated the building. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I heard and, about uh, that. Yeah. yeah, and I and a lot of people that I know told me that they went and they told me they had a great time. Um, and I was telling the fans in the beginning, the audience in the beginning of the show about about some wrestlers that I recognized doing security and and uh, Matt Sells uh, was the guy that I 
was telling you about, Matt Sells um, was the guy with the long blonde hair, and he uh, he was kneeling over Roman Reigns, uh, calling for the EMT. He was the guy that that uh, that I talk about a lot on the show, as he wrestled, as you've seen him wrestle on ROH. Uh, so he was there, you know, in that. Um, that that whole Monday Night Raw was pretty good. All the matches, um, all the matches uh, were really uh, were really good. Um, Dean Ambrose in the beginning of the show, though, I like how they did that when they played the music, the music, and just random people came out. Uh, when Dean Ambrose came out and confronted Maurice and John Cena, the fake John Cena and Nikki Bella, that was a great segment. It was, yeah, you know, it was, it was, a, uh, it was a good way to start the show. You know, it's like you start off with, two, you know, the two guys from SmackDown right away showing up on 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 Raw. <laughs> you know, and it, Three guys, you know, like, really? No. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I still, it was like kind of. I'm still, you know, like I, I was still kind of, you know, like you know, the. Like even on the SmackDown last week, it was like you know, it's like seeing, you know, it's like they, they lose them at WrestleMania, and then they, but they're still they're still doing the the, the bit anyway. And you know, I, I, yeah. I thought that was kind of it was kind of weird because it's like it was like but also the match that would have been the end of the whole the whole you know, the whole bit. But uh, you know, they, they come out on the SmackDown and then they debut on Raw with scenes music playing. It's like oh you know everyone thinks it's him, and then it's like oh it's 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 Miz and Maurice. Versus, versus yeah, they're keeping it up. It looks like they're really trying to to, to drive it home. It looks like. Um, yeah. The revival against New Day that was a really good match, and uh, I like that match. Revival wins. Um, of course, revival has to win. Uh, the New Day. I I think their days are numbered. Yeah. Well, well, we saw on SmackDown. They're on, uh, they're over there now. They're they're. Uh... As part of the shakeup, they were uh, gonna right. they were That's right. on SmackDown. Yeah, well, Kofi Kingston got injured I, after the uh, attack last week when they did when they right. so he's actually gonna be Kofi out. Kofi Kingston says he's gonna be out. Um, Big Show knocked out Kurt Hawkins. Um, <laughs> just a weird, uh, a weird, a weird to that whole deal. Um, yeah. T uh, T J Perkins defeated Austin Aries. Um, were you surprised by that? A little bit, but you know, it's like the backstage segment where they were uh, you know, like Neville was kind of like giving uh, TJ uh, saying that you know it's like oh yeah like ever since he is uh, <laughs> he lost the cruiserweight title he's kind of been like yes the guy got kind of lost in the shuffle so I was like hey, uh, maybe this heel turn will do do something for him but you know it's like yeah I was a little surprised that they that they had uh, TJ get the win you know since Austin Aries is going to be challenging Neville for the title again but uh, yeah right it just like looks like they're 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 making him they're just I don't know what they're doing. It's just like they're, I don't know. They're not making them look strong, really. Um, Raw general manager Kurt Angle revealed Seth Rollins' fate. It's kind of so funny um, that Kurt Angle's back. It's just like, I don't know. It's like bring a guy in that's general manager who hasn't been familiar with these guys, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird, you know? I like to see Kurt Angle you know, go up against people that have been in the company with them. I, I bet you Kurt Angle, it's just so funny that, that my nephew was like, why would they be chanting, you know, Kurt, you know, you suck, you suck. Just oh, yeah. go back to the Edge. <laughs> Remember Edge started that whole thing. Oh, oh it started with it. Wow. Yeah. With yeah. You, no, suck. I, you know, I mean, yeah. 
Nia Jax um, defeating uh, Charlotte Flair. I got to say this. Nia Jax kind of thought they were going to turn her face right after um, on the Raw uh, after WrestleMania. But she uh, she loses. Um, she beat Charlotte Flair. And that Samoan drop is amazing when she picks, you know, Charlotte up and just drops her down. And um, Charlotte's a hell of a wrestler. Nia is a hell of a wrestler. Um, it just was, did you find that, did you think that was going to happen? Did you think that Charlotte was going to find a way to win or you thought that Nia was going to take it? Well, I, I don't know, yeah. I mean, they had had Charlotte losing a, a, a number of matches ever since she lost the title. And, um, you know, and I, I thought Nia was going to turn face too. Well, I mean, like she might have been in the by default, you know, by default in the in the, in the match. But uh, I was, I, I thought maybe they were going to do something and have Charlotte win. But uh, you know, I mean, I had heard that she was going to be going to be going over to SmackDown. So you know, you know, it didn't really surprise me all that much when she, when uh, Nia got the clean pin, uh, got the clean win over. Cause, yeah, know, it was like, just it was just a big it was something that Nia had to do. Um, you know. I don't blame Nia for doing it because she had to stick the fork in her, really, and tell her, you know, you blame me for losing, and, uh, you know, <laughs> she went ballistic. Um, yeah. Finn Balor, we talked about it. He's got a concussion, um, and he defeated Jinder Mahal. Um, Jinder Mahal is so jacked now. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was, Jinder Mahal yeah. is unbelievable. He's jacked. He really came to... Uh, Came back. Yeah, he's really um, uh, yeah. Sami Zayn um, and the Miz, they did a very good spot. Sami, for some strange reason, he doesn't look convincing when, when I don't know, he doesn't have it sometimes when the Miz is is talking to him and he's like, you know, I'm gonna slap you in the face or you keep on talking. It's just like I don't know, he he doesn't look convincing to me. But Sammy got the win and I was happy. Um Sammy needed to win. I like Sammy. Oh yeah, so do I. I was I'm a big fan of his too. I thought the uh yeah. Yeah, Miz had a good match. Yeah. I was a little um, surprised at attacking Roman Reigns was surprising but it was like after a while it was like enough. It was kind of like when Kane used to attack people. It was kind of like, "Are you done?" <laughs> yeah, it did. It did go a little long. I mean, it was it was like it was good, but it, like it went a little long. And I thought him supposedly Overkill. tipping over the. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was my thought when he tipped the ambulance. Or, you know, he supposedly tipped the ambulance over. <laughs> like, okay, that, that, that was kind of that was overkill. You know. So hopefully, you know, it was kind of like it was. How about throwing yeah, them no. off of the? How about throwing them off of that platform? That 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 garage way, my God. Yeah. How yeah, the hell did yeah, he take uh, that bump? Well, I, I, I don't think he took that bump. That might have been some pre-taped stuff, and they like they cut the camera angles. You know, like they, I think they cut the. It was a different, um, different camera oh, you or whatever. They put somebody in there, and oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. that at first, but then I was thinking that too. But then I don't know. It looks so real. It would be funny if it was really real, and we just—I I was yeah, thinking well. that too, but I don't—I don't know. Um, I just thought that was a bit much, but nevertheless, they're building—they're building up um, Braun to be the super monster heel. Yeah, and the fans were still cheering for him. <laughs> yeah, because they can't stand Roman Reigns. That's the problem. 
Yeah. Um, oh, Raw Tag Team Champions, the Hardy, the Hardy, Cesaro, Sheamus defeated Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and the Shining Stars. And the greatest thing about this is that the Hardy Boys are going to be taking on uh, are going to be taking on Cesaro and Sheamus coming up at Payback. Yeah, that should be a, that should be a fun match. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm really yeah, that's going to be a good one. I I thought this match was solid. I mean, I figured that, that you know it's like I see the shining stars in there. It's like okay, they're they're getting pinned. But um, uh, by yeah, the way, so, WWE is I was going to say WWE is listening. Get them back in the El Matadors. <laughs> the Matad oh, oh yeah oh, oh my god they're just these guys that sell timeshares now. They what? They sell timeshare or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they showed up on SmackDown last night, and they, yeah, didn't, have, I know. they didn't have the uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just so weird. Hopefully, they're hopefully not they, walking they, around with that little El the, uh, Timeshares, uh, bit. Hopefully, they, they hopefully that's just <laughs> through with the uh, you know the uh, Puerto Rican timeshare or whatever it is that they were doing. Yeah, it's kind of funny though. Um, but anyway, let's move on from that. But again, the Hardy Boys showing us why they're the Hardy Boys, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. It's so funny, though, to see Cesaro and Sheamus. They just threw them together, and, and it worked. Oh, man. Alexa Bliss and Mickey Gaines confronted Raw Women's Champion Bailey, such a bank. And, of course, um, Nia Jax came out, and it looked like Alexa uh, – it looks like Alexa. It just looked like Alexa was looking at at um at the end of that. Alexa was looking at Nia Jax, Nia Jax like you know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was a good yeah, yeah, it was a good bit. You know, it was a good segment. You know, you had you know, um Alexa and uh, Mickey James showing up on Raw. I mean, I I had heard that. Alexa I thought Sasha was, was gonna, gonna turn on Bailey. It looked like. I, I did too, you know, because the way that you know Sasha came out, or came out, and the way she was like, you know, like being, you know, like, and she, she said she, she was just Bailey. I thought, okay, that's just going to turn. <laughs> then, you know, then Alexa, you know, then Alexa comes out, and then you have Mickey James, and, and then, um, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Then when you had Nia laying out everybody, and Alexa like, kind of packed up and was like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, she laid get, everyone out, and then bam, and then yeah. of course, uh, yeah, that was that was cool. And then, of course, you had champion versus champion. Uh, Intercontinental champion Dean Ambrose defeated U.S. champion Kevin Owens. And, uh, and of course, it wasn't champion for champion, the title for title. It just was a, a non-title deal. Yeah, well, I had too bad, you know, too bad, you know, because like, it kind of would have been neat to see a title, you know, title for title. Yeah, right. It would yeah. be great if they did that, but they never do it. They they uh they never do that but but yeah so um that's basically where we're at with that and then of course last night was SmackDown and SmackDown was uh was interesting all those uh different stuff that that went on last night yeah all the uh the guys who uh, came from uh from Raw yeah well, it, it just uh. Yeah, I, mean, I thought the way the yeah, show was, started with Kevin Owens coming out it was, you know, uh, was really yeah, good. Yeah, in a suit. Kevin Owens yeah, shows up in a, in, a, in a suit. Yeah. And, uh, and he shaved up the, he shaved his beard, too. I, I actually didn't recognize yeah. him for a, bit, for a bit. It was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's just something that's like, he shaves his beard. It's like he comes out with a suit and a beard and, you know, he's wearing the blue tie since he's on the blue color, the blue branded show. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I thought that was really good. Even his reaction to Sammy Zayn, Sammy Zayn coming in too, it was it was just like, oh, 
Oh, he's really good. You know, they, they own, he, he has always been really good at being that. Yeah, he you know. is. It, it is. Uh, it, it is, you know. It, it's uh, It's really good, you know. I, I thought it was good. Yeah. I, I, I thought SmackDown was good. Um, I like the Shizunsuke Nakamura Dolph Ziggler. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I think it's going to work. I think I think it works. Uh, I think all these new faces are going to shake up. I think people want to see uh, what's going to end up happening. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I thought I thought that SmackDown was a good job. It's funny that Mojo Riley um, beat, beat Jinder Mahal. And again, with Rob Gronkowski helping him again. Yeah, so yeah, they did the whole thing all. Uh, just, yeah, they went back to that. It was a uh, yeah, because even Ginger he came over from Raw too, so it was like okay, they have him. Yeah. They, they bring him over from Raw, and it's like yeah, and then he was on talking smack afterwards, talking about yeah, how you know, so, they, they were talking so about it, how it, like, it, yeah, it, it was uh, it was it's 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 amazing all these guys they brought over, but I like that. Um, and then the perfect ten. Ty Dillinger beat Aiden English uh, in what was a short match. And Simon Gotch is no longer with the company. Isn't that crazy? It is, yeah. I mean, I don't know I, I don't know what had happened there. I mean, I, th- I thought I saw Aiden English, like, in the like in the Battle Royal. I thought I saw him, like, not in the Vaudevillain ring gear. And it was like, I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking what's, he, what's he doing there, you know, out of the Vaudevillain gear? And it was just like, yeah. <laughs> then, the next, yeah, then the next day, oh, oh, Simon Gotch is gone. So that's like... Uh, yeah, so so Aiden's back to being a single guy. Yeah, very much, yeah. very much so. Yeah, very much. Yeah, very much. You know, it it, it was it's a it's an it, it's a, so unbelievable. And and now I read uh I actually read something uh yesterday um one of the, the one of the agents um that I follow well one of the agents that I know is going to have Simon is going to have uh. Simon Gotch uh, in July. He's going to have him for Warriors of Wrestling. Yeah, I saw, I saw the ad for that. I forget. It's um, yeah, I forget what the name of the outfit is, but it was a uh, yeah, I, I saw it too. It's going to be uh, he's going to be facing Doug Williams at um, it's I think it's some kind of uh, I think it's some kind of British promotion. I forget what the name of it is. Offhand. Well, uh, in July it's going to be. Uh, I know in July it's going to be over here. He's going to be uh, on July eighth. Uh, for Warriors of Wrestling, um, it. what do you call it? Uh, it's going to be former superstar, one half of the Vaudeville and Simon Koch. Um, full details of the entire weekend uh, to be released soon. So I know that's what I read yesterday. So, uh, And I just read it to you now. So that's what I what I have. And uh, warriorsofwrestling.com, uh, go there. And uh, it's a good promotion. You know, they have some great some great wrestlers and stuff. They have a lot of good good talent. They bring a lot of their talent in, some good good uh, mixture of talent. And of course, you know they bring the the names, as we say. You know they bring the they bring the names. Um, NXT news. Anything tonight that you that you've seen? I had NXT here in the in the, in my studio, but I really wasn't watching it because I was focusing on the show. I seen the ending with uh, Shinsuke saying goodbye. And they were thanking him. Um, anything? Yeah. That, go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That part was good. I wasn't even sure if that if that was going to air. I, I wasn't wasn't sure if they were going to actually have that on the show or if that was just like a you know just for the for the uh, 
for fans in the arena. But uh, yeah, yeah, they mentioned it, and it was you know, yeah, that ended the show, and you know, you saw it with the whole, you know, whenever went on the ramp, you know, applauding them and everything. Uh, it was a really, uh, it was a really good, uh, you know, send off for them. But uh, uh, most of the, yeah, the matches on the show, they had like, like maybe three or four matches. You had uh, a DIY squashed a couple of guys or beat a couple of guys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, squashed a couple of guys. Squashed a couple of guys. You're right. You could say squash. That's fine. Yeah, squashed a couple of guys. It did. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Squash uh, match, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty much. Yeah. Although the the the, the one guy, the one guy, he was pretty jacked up. His name was uh, Dylan Miley. I'm just reading off the uh, somewhere here. And then uh, after the match, he he turned on his partner because he he that guy got pinned. But uh. Was, uh, he did a Cactus Jack. Remember, Cactus Jack used to do that in WCW. He used to he used to drop uh, elbows on his old partners. Oh yeah, he did bomb. Uh, yeah, that's old school right there. Oh, yeah, God, I I love yeah. I love seeing I I love that stuff. I I I crazy Jack Manson at one time. It was crazy. Um. So yeah, so. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I, I loved the whole. I loved the whole brand, and of course, I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen next. Also, today on the show, I gave out some news about uh, about new IWGP champions. We talked about War Machine going over to Japan, but never winning the big one. They won now. They're the new IWGP champions, the tag team champions. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That was a that was a that was a really good show. I thought the uh, that was a good match. The uh, yeah, I had a feeling the War Machine were gonna were gonna uh, get get the belts going into the, going into that one. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad they put the belt on them. You know, I think they deserve to be uh, you know the cha- you know they deserve to be champions. The main event was insane. You know, Okada yeah. and um, you know, like Shibata did that hit where he cut himself open again, and now he's he's gonna be out for I don't know how long. But, uh, yeah, I I seen something about that. That's uh. That's crazy. That that was a crazy match, crazy event. You can get that. Uh, what do you call? You can you could go go to that. Uh, I was gonna say you can get that event. Just go over to njpwworld.com and subscribe. Another good thing about these uh, years ago, you couldn't do this. Now I'm glad they they have it today, where they're having all these subscriptions where you're not gonna miss. Um, you know, you're not gonna miss a thing about it. You're going to be able to watch your wrestling the way you want it. And you don't have to wait uh, until Access, uh, until uh, what the, that, that channel. That, uh, yeah. I mean, it's really cool to see that, but you don't have to watch. You can, you can watch it here. I mean, um, they're doing a lot of stuff in English now. And it was uh, Genesis, uh, I believe it was called Genesis 2017 Sakur- Sakurada. Sakurada. Yeah, I forget. It, it's... Yeah, something. I don't know how to pronounce it. Either. I know it's something Japanese. I know it's crazy. I don't speak Japanese, but hey, it, it's life, right? But it, it yeah. Sakara, something like that. It, it, it's crazy, and it was uh, this past uh, this past um, what do you call it, Sunday, and uh, it was really good. And the fans, uh, everybody should check it uh, check it out. That's what I got there. But I got to tell you, man, Tony, you are a beast, bro. You came on my show every. I gotta tell you, man, you are a great person because every week you get to come on my show. I'm lucky to have you. You know, not only do you know about wrestling, but you're you're passionate like I am, 
And I'm so lucky to have you as a part of my team, bro. I gotta I gotta thank you. And uh I gotta tell you, man, this week in pro wrestling, you killed this segment, man. You made you, this this segment you you destroyed it. Oh, thanks a lot. You know, I'm, I'm glad to you know, be on your show, be part of your team. It's you know, it's, yeah, I mean, oh it's man, you to... are, you are part of my team, man. You're a great guy. I'm glad I got to 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 get you. You know, you're you're very opinionated. You you tell a good story about what you've seen. You you're really good at what you do, man. I got to tell you that you're just not just a fan when you when you come on the show and you can talk about. This week and what we've seen in WrestleMania and and uh, it's it's amazing, right? It's just just it's just like this is the, the the time where 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 wrestling fans, you know, we talk about so many different subjects and you know, um, I, I'm 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 happy that you're a part of the team. But anyway, Tony, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, next week, if you're up for the challenge, nine o'clock, I'm here. I definitely will be here next week. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, man. You know, if and if there's anything else you want to throw in, or anything that you're going to be doing wrestling wise, or you're going to be going to a match soon, or, or something that you're looking forward to, you just let me know. You know, you can say it right here. That's fine. Oh yeah, if, if there's any shows, if any shows come up that I'll be uh, that I might go to, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely let you know about that if anything comes. Yeah, up. Yeah, that's the greatest that thing. Up. You know, that's what that's what this uh, show is here for. It's here for. The fans, it's here for me, it's here for you, it's here for everybody. This is the this is the show right here. Um but I wanna thank you again, Tony, and I will definitely keep in touch. I'll talk to you next week, Tony, and have a good week in wrestling and uh and we're gonna talk more, my friend. Okay? I'll speak to you soon. Alrighty, thanks a lot. Anytime, Tony, thank you. That was Tony V, my friend. We were talking this week in wrestling. Got a half an hour left to the show. I'm going to take a commercial break. I tell you, Tony, he knows his shit. <laughs> He's a wrestling fan, bro. Bro, he uses bro a lot. You ever notice that? Bro? Yeah, I use bro. So what, bro? <laughs> I love it. This is Pro Wrestling Now and More with Magic Mike Ferrara. Episode number 98. If anybody wants to talk, just call us, 718-508-9883. I'm here. Where are you? <laughs> Get driven. Stay driven. Here's a commercial for you. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop, forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. 
gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. What a, what a, uh, welcome back, everybody. I was going to say, what a great show tonight, uh, talking with Tony about wrestling um, for almost about an hour and a half. We gave you a lot of wrestling talk. But if you want to call 718-508-9883, I'll be here talking to you about wrestling for a little bit and uh, just, uh, you know, throwing it out there. What's your thoughts on the Raw shakeup and the SmackDown shakeup? Uh, the Superstar Shake-Up. Uh, also, do you like watching Total Divas? Um, you know, what you thought about that? Uh, much, much more. I mean, uh, you know, are you an ROH fan? Are you a New Japan Wrestling fan? 718-508-9883 is the number. Hmm. Time's, uh, the time is going pretty fast tonight. Um, we we flew by. Uh, Tony was really, like I said, descriptive before about his wrestling, and uh, he likes what he sees. And you know what? That's another thing, too. There's no negative talk. There, It's what you like, and uh, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll tell you what I like, and, and you'll tell you what, we'll tell you what we like, but we're not trying to throw things down your, your throat. Like some shows will tell you, hey, you have to like this because I don't like it. No, it's 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 what you like, and I I think that's what separates the men from the boys. So you could listen to a show, and and hear you know their opinion, then you listen to my show and hear my opinion. There's no right or wrong answer. 
when it comes to wrestling. You know, it's just uh, the way it is. But I also want to send a shout-out to um, Smith Hart up in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, uh, and I, we still want him to get well. Uh, I spoke to Smith uh, a couple weeks ago, and he seems to be bouncing back. So our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Uh, let me see what else I was thinking about. So that's basically basically the show in a nutshell. 718-508-9883 is the number. If you want to talk uh, wrestling, you know, this is the way to, where to do it. And talk wrestling. Um, let's see what else I was thinking about today. So, so I, before I was talking about, let's see if there's any news I could talk about. Any more news I want to comment on? Carlito. This is a good one. Carlito. Carlito has commented on, uh, Carlito recently spoke with Justin Brasso of the uh, Sports Illustrated Extra Mustard Week, uh, week uh, in wrestling. You could read excerpts. Uh, Carlito comments on the rumors uh, that he may return to WWE. He says, we uh, had talks. Uh, I've spoken to them. Oh, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but it's all about the economics. Um, for the right price, I would love to come back, but it's got to be something that works for them and something that works for me. The last time I was there uh, was the Hall of Fame ceremony for my dad. That was a lot of fun. They know me and my personality and know my comments were all in fun. I'm not the most political person out there, and I just say, stay true to me, and they know about about me. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I would say if it's the right price, you know, and I would say Carlo, uh, you know, Carlito's about himself. Uh, but I don't know. I, I like Carlito's work. I thought it was pretty good. You know, uh, maybe he got burnt out at the end and, you know, stuff happens. Um, But, uh, but yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura is gone. He bid farewell, farewell to NXT tonight. That was big. Um, he starts his new venture. Uh, you know. Uh, Eric Bischoff. Uh, Bischoff on wrestling. The latest episode of WCW former uh, president, uh, Eric Bischoff, he commented on this and uh, on recent allegations on bullying in WWE. Eric Bischoff, uh, when I was in the WWE, if there was anybody who should have been treated badly or a candidate to be treated badly, it would have been, oh, it would have been me because of the history I've had with WWE when I got there. The way people felt about me when I got there and for all the things that happened, I never saw that kind of thing I, I, that I hear about. I've never experienced them personally. Um, that's what I know. Forgive me if uh, I don't immerse myself in the conversation too much deeper than than that. 
you asked me about my Brunello, Justin, uh, Robert, JBL stuff, and all I can tell you is I never saw that happen. Or not, I never saw that happen. It never happened to me. That's it. Um, so that's it. It's just uh, just weird, uh, weird stuff um, from that end. So Eric Bischoff really didn't give you that much, uh, but I'm sure there are people that that have dealt with it and uh, that would know. But bullying is just wrong, and you don't want to do it. Uh, I talk about it on this show. I'm definitely against bullying. I, I don't think if there's someone that loves bullying, that then they got they they got a screws. That's how I look at it, though. But I, uh, I definitely want to thank, uh, thank everybody for listening to the show. I'm going to end the show now. Um, we, we, I, I know I said, you know, 11 o'clock. I think I'm just going to go 11:45 from now on in, uh, and, and cut it, or 11:40 and cut it. But I want to thank everybody for, for supporting the show. I want to thank Tony V for calling again every week and showing me that, that he cares about the show and he cares about the business and he cares about wrestling. And I want to thank Bay Ragney and everybody at Totally Driven Radio Entertainment. I want to thank uh, Mr. Mojo for always listening to the show and being supportive part of the show. I want to thank my best friend, the man who got me into wrestling, my best friend Magic. I want to thank all the people that supported the show. I want to thank all the people that hate the show, the, the haters out there. The haters are going to hate, but I want to thank you guys because without you, there'd be no me right now. There'd be no off-the-cuff Magic Mike right now. But this is, you know, and, and, and someone said, well, you know, the Magic Mike thing. No, it, it's real. 2017 Magic Mike is on the air. I'm happy to be here, and I love every second of it. Um, but continue to support everything. Head on over to Totally Driven Radio. Uh, find us on the website. And I'll tell you this. Um, it, it, it's a great website. Everybody's doing a great job. Just uh, just check it out, you know. Totally Driven TV. That's all you got to do. Put it in your search bar. Put it in, put it in your uh, your search. But I want to thank everybody again. Please tune in uh, next week and uh, keep on listening. And thank you for your support. And uh, if you want to listen to the show or any of my shows or any show, head on over to Totally Driven Radio Network, uh, Radio Network, at um, either Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iTunes. That's going to be the show tonight, guys. Remember what I always tell you. So long, bye-bye, farewell, until next time, or until you hear the bell. Good night, guys, and have a great, have a great night.
Taking down, you know, whatever's in my way Can't take your pieces, you can't rely 